Yes, Pixel. Hey, everybody. It's me, Troms. <laughs> and guess what? I'm here with 52 Chains <laughs> and, and Hydra and special guest Seal Apocalypse. That's right, everybody. We're here with Yes Pixel Podcast. You got to tell no, them the episode numbers. Of the the yes Pixel, with. No Pixel Podcast, episode number 14. 12, 14. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're here, man. I'm so glad you're here. You're really, you really Thanks, man. I, I've been here for every episode. <laughs> That's true. You have. I really have. I, Seal. I've been here since the start, man. Welcome. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Whale Blubber. What? You shouldn't I go thought out. I had the sponsor. You shouldn't go out and get it. But if you do, you know where to send it. That guy right there. Thank you. I, I will take every, you know, all Whale Blubber. <laughs> Or unless it's for someone else, but I will I will hoard all well blubber. But yes, I am I am the real seal. It's uh, good to be here. Uh, you know, I'm very famous. People always talk about me. I have a massive following. Uh, I heard that if about if you don't know me, I don't know. I don't. I don't know I what to say. I don't think you can say you're the real seal. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that guy. He's, a, he's a like a musician or something. Yeah. Yeah. Henry Olsgen Odiola. Samuel Odiola? was okay. born on 19 February 1963 at St. Mary's Hospital, Paddington, London, to a Nigerian mother, uh, Adebisi, uh, and an Afro-Brazilian father, I know you had Francis. a brother seal. Whoa, whoa, he was whoa, raised I, by a foster family in Westminster, whoa, whoa, whoa. London. You're Why from are Westminster? Me? Oh, man, I didn't know I was going to get doxxed in this podcast. <laughs> what the, sorry. Yeah, everyone's sorry. been doxxed so far, so. It's because <sighs> when, you get, when you join the server, we grab your IP, uh, mm-hmm. and then we backtrace it. So if you, we can get up to seven proxies. So unless you're behind eight proxies, we we got you. We got your number. I'm actually behind eight point one proxies. But then how did I just dox you? Seal apocalypse. Oh, that's right. You just sent me all your information. Shouldn't My sweet yeah, little well, baby boy. Contract. I don't know if I'm a sweet baby boy. I'm more like blood you're like, like a tart boy. baby boy. Savory. You're like the one I want to protect. You know, like yeah. somebody who I look at, I was like. That's my guy right there. That's my fucking guy. Seal, tell us a little about yourself. Who do you play on NoPixel? Well, I play someone called Bobby Boulderman. A lot of people... Bobby Boulderman. A lot of people call me Boulderman. Wait, do the voice. Do the Bobby voice so they know who it is. The OG classic voice or... Yeah. (laughs) Show us... Can you give us a a timeline of voices from oldest to newest? Yeah. So, when I first created Bobby... uh, I was basically inspired by uh, Morty from Rick and Morty. So it would have been like, hey guys, uh, it's me, Bobby. How's it going? Uh. And uh, over time, you know, doing that voice actually did some straighten on my voice. So I kind of toned it down to be more of a self insert character voice. Uh, but uh, same. Originally, <laughs> Bobby was uh, just a construction worker walking the streets of Los Santos with a head injury. So he didn't know anything. He. he he just had like a total mental wipe. Uh, and over time, he started taking like odd jobs here and there. He used to rob the jewelry store. And instead of like uh, pawning the, what is it? I think it was watches back then. Uh, oh. He would just go to people and give them out to anybody he sees. He'd give them a free Rolex, basically. <laughs> uh, like Robin Hood type of stuff. That's funny. And then nice. uh, I... Uh, I started working at Pillbox as like a secretary slash janitor slash assistant nurse for like uh, Dr. Agnes and Tor Andrews. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, both of them are not active in the server anymore. But uh, with 
Cora Andrews. I got into DOC as a medical doctor. And then uh, got into the ranks of medical director for prison. You know, did some medical RPs, pretty cringe stuff. And then, uh, yeah, you know, got, became a correction officer, went to being a cop, and now I'm a cringe cop on JRP. Do you have other characters? Uh, not really, no. I have uh, my Duberman, but uh, Bobby's probably the main character I focus on playing. Um, I, I, I got four things to say about that first. Uh... <laughs> He's got an uh, itemized list. <laughs> you want committed? I can now. I know that you're not a great role player because you didn't commit to the bit. What your voice was strained, and that's why you stopped playing a character. Really, really. Exactly, a hundred percent. And second, your character was a crim. He was a crim robbing jewelry stores, and you mm -hmm. made him a cop. Yep. He actually <laughs> joined DOC with a criminal record, which was surprising. <laughs> I... That you know that tells me the SDSO man they don't they're not even role players anymore you know they don't even do the basics the minimum you know background checks Listen. and uh, go ahead go ahead the third thing is you're a one character Andy okay and that one character is a self insert and second the only other character you have is a play off of your first character so. You're an alt account player too. Mm -hmm. That's a, how many rule breaks did you just list to us today? <laughs> Jesus. I also go OC nonstop, uh, constantly True. joining people's streams while I'm in the server and talking oh, so to them. Funny. You know, love to meta game. Uh, let's see what other rule breaks. Hi, you let this guy on the podcast really. Oh, we had to, we had to change. We had to get him out of here some way. I, th I thought we just let him announce all of his crimes publicly. <laughs> This isn't actually a podcast. It's a documentary. It's the exposing of seal apocalypse. Would you like to have a seat over there? <laughs> when uh, when you were given the list, uh, chains, I I thought you were talking about seal, but I'm pre I'm pretty sure you actually met yourself, <laughs> right? You named what? Yourself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! Double coat. Welcome to the double reality show where it's not just here for seal. It's also here for fifty two chains. You're going down, you scum lords. I he don't think he has an alt that's actually everyone. Carmine, but hold on. Uses his own voice? Kind of a self-insert. <laughs> kind of a self-insert. Maybe 52 is used a to be a Carmine's me. Whoa. I, 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 you know what? You're right. I did used to. No, I only got charged with one crime on Carmine. That makes you a crim. That makes you a crim. Judge, no, but judge. It, listen. It was accomplished to a house robbery. It's because I drove the guy to a house that he was robbing, and I got caught in the crossfire, okay? It wasn't fair. And it was a SDSO sheriff that did it to me. So that's where all the hate came Columbo. from. Oh, yes. now we that know. We found out finally why this man hates the SDSO. They arrested him one time for doing the, the thing that he was arrested for. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Seal. Yes. You had to apply to the server. So we want to I... know about that. Ooh. So tell us, yeah, uh, who did you apply server. with? I don't know. You t uh, let's find out. Yeah, talk to us so about your So if you joining. did apply to the server, who did you apply with? And more importantly, how many application attempts did it take? Uh, zero application attempts because uh, I was actually grandfathered into GTRP because originally I was playing no pixel armor roleplay. Oh, uh, nice. But Silver Lake OG used to be a PD for that. But then I stopped playing for a little bit, but they had like this form post. So it was like, if you respond to this or something, we'll whitelist you for the GTA RP server. So I was like, oh, okay, sure, why not? This is like literally when things are starting off. So it's like yeah. pretty bare bones. 1.0. And uh, I joined the server once, made my character, and I was like, 
eh, I'll come back later. <laughs> uh, and that coming back later was after the boom and everything, where it's like, you know what? RP seems like it's pretty fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, originally I just uh, played on, you know, Silver Lake. Uh, I, I was uh, playing Armor RP back when Armor 3 Live came out. I don't know if anyone here ever played that. Play a little. But, uh, play a little. Hated it. <laughs> oh man, I I could talk a lot about the like drama and problems of Arma in general, mm -hmm. but I, that's like a whole different thing. But uh, yeah, I uh, didn't have to make an application. Uh, I don't know if saying that might be a problem now. Admin's gonna watch this and be like, No, oh, we no, actually we had somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have. Lots of people. Like, we're going to ban you off the server now so you make an application. <laughs> as long as you don't help other people, like, get an advantage to doing their application, it's fine. Well, he doesn't even know what's on the application. Yeah, he's never, he's never seen had it, to so. do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, back in the armor one, I, th I think they had to make one for the armor one. And, like, one of the questions was, like, oh, well, I can't. You make, make sure we have to censor this question now so we know people don't, you know, use it in their application. It was, like, you see a frog in a slot. What do you do? Or a sloth. What do you do? And uh, I think it's just you know a reference of coil being the whole like sloth thing. So you'd be obviously <laughs> like, I hate the frog. I think the frog should die. Never want to see that frog <laughs> again. And I love sloths. But uh, yeah, yeah, just 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 uh, uh, just like, like yeah, of course I'm on your side, man. I got hated you. that question, man. I hated that question so much. I'll uh, I'll fact... I'll check with the I'll check with an admin to make sure that, that us having that question on there is not going to get you in trouble. <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a very interesting question, and uh, I feel like you kind of have had like a uh, background knowledge in the server to kind of get that right, or at mm -hmm. least background knowledge in Coil. Shout out to the you know creator of NoPixel, always yeah. respect. So on on the application I did, which is probably way different than the one you did back for Arma, um, there were a lot of interesting questions, and I I took them like as writing prompts rather than like uh like role play scenarios, and I think I think that worked out pretty well for me. I think that's like uh, what a lot of servers do nowadays is uh, they make questions based on how you react in like a scenario for like RP mm -hmm. and base it off, you know, your response and how good you be on the server. Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah. If, I, if I was applying to the server now, I would just go on Fiverr and hire someone to write my application. Like, See, I'm did. telling you, man, it works. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an ongoing bit that we, we just anytime somebody's like, I had to apply six times. I'm like, why didn't you just hire somebody from Fiverr for 500 bucks? <laughs> I remember I've, saying I've, stuff about that. It was, I was like blown away. Like, I feel like making an application uh, or expanding on it, it shouldn't be too hard. I, I don't know what the questions are on it now, so it could be well, a bit of a biased view on it. Yeah, I, I mean, I assume it's changed since 2019. Like, it doesn't matter what the questions are. It's about it's about what they're aiming to understand with those questions, and it's how well. You can role play, and if you if you get it, you just get it. You just know mm -hmm. what your answer should be. You know that you want to focus on uh, interactions. You don't want to just be like some guy rolls up to you and he is very angry. What do you do? Shoot and then the you're face. not just gonna be like shoot him and then shit on him. <laughs> and then I take his corpse and then I eat it. Yeah, <laughs> and then I run his pockets and get everything. Like. I call you know, my have, dad have Michael, Michael J. Block. A lot of, uh, uh, like when when I did it, a lot of my my stuff 
with Moosebeard. Moosebeard wanted to make like a pirate crew. That was his whole thing. And so gave up on that dream real quick, didn't you? Oh, I had a little <laughs> bit of a crew for a while. Yeah, but it was like, I, you know, I I believe there's a question like, oh, a guy wanted to, he approached you and he was mentally unstable, and I was like. I believe I said with Moosebeard, I was like, this guy seems perfect for my pirate crew. So I was like, you know, I'm going to recruit the shit out of this guy. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. But uh, like being a streamer and whatnot, especially like 2019 when the big boom hit and I'm on the server and people are like, how? I need to know. And I was like, well, I'm not going to tell you, but if you know anything about role play, just like use that knowledge. Right? Like it's not it's not difficult. Yeah. Like just uh just 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 try to make a fun interaction. That's like all you need to do. Try to make something fun. And if the people reading it go, "Hey, that seems interesting and fun." It doesn't have to be original. Like it's it's a, it's a big ask to ask to be original these days, right? Especially on NoPixel. There's over 40,000 characters that have been created on on NoPixel in 3.0 alone, right? It's a really big ask to be original. It's not a big ask to be interesting, right? You can do the same thing somebody else has done with a different skin or a different flavor, and and you can you can really succeed really well. I, uh, I think. Go ahead. I think the people that like have had their applications like decline multiple times. I think probably the reason they're having that happen is they're getting too over fixated on making sure they have the right thing. And not just doing what RP is, is kind of just going naturally with stuff, like mm -hmm. going with the flow of things. They'll get hyper-focused on it. They'll be like, is my answer right? Or, or did I do the right thing? Yeah. Besides rule breaks, you're not going to have a right answer for RP. You know, because RP, very dynamic. You can go any direction. So I think I think people just need to remember that. If you're, if you're going to do RP, make sure you know it's something that's fluid. You should say yes to things always. And that... Uh, See, what's the third thing I was thinking? Uh, oh, yeah. Make sure you have... Make sure it's fun for everybody that's involved. Mm -hmm. if, if, if someone's not having fun in RP, then what's the point? Yeah, uh, true. This this is why I fucking love you. This is why, like, this is, you're actually one of my favorite people to hang out with. You get it. The, oh, I'm going to tell, tell a little bit of a story. This is okay. involving Seal. Uh, a little while ago, I, for whatever reason, decided it would be funny. I think I was recruiting for PD Toe, and I got a phone call, and it's, uh, is it Robbie? Robbie Duberman? Robbie Duberman, yep. Robbie Duberman. Seal's, uh, alternate character. His other self-insert. Uh, and he calls me up from prison, by the way, because he's a lifer, and he says, I want to be PD Toe. And logistically, this doesn't make any sense because uh, he's stuck in in prison. But I went down there and I gave him an interview anyway uh, and hired him, actually, <laughs> because I was thinking during the interview, it would be really good if I, as a cop, could somehow like get you out, put you on the streets and make you do PD toe. Just like us hanging out for a little bit, just me as your keeper watching over you. Uh, so it ends up happening. I take, I take, uh, I think I took Robbie and Snobby, who's Mr. Times, uh, <laughs> Duberman as well. I bring both of them. I have, I got like permission from Lafayette, the warden. He ends up calling out like Michael Robinson and, uh, uh, a couple other like DOC members. 
and we're all there. We're watching over the Dubermans. We're all doing PD toe as like a group of five. It was great. Um, but afterwards, I get a text message in game from Lafayette, and he says, I was reached out to by PD Command. And they said they loved it and they want to see more of that. <laughs> I was like, fuck. what? <laughs> Not what I was uh, expecting. Yeah, that's why I had no idea. I, I did it the one time and I was like, that was fun. Like, nobody died. Nothing bad happened. Everybody was like, there was actually one moment where I think there was like 12 of us standing around in Mission Row. The, the Dubermans had to use the bathroom, I think, to sat. I don't even know what you guys did in there. You sabotaged the place, but uh, they had to use the bathroom to destroy it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I, I. That's exactly what I thought. That's why I didn't go in there. Uh, so the Dubermans had to go to the bathroom, and when we're standing outside the bathroom, a ton like it was like it, you couldn't make this shit up. But like every cop that had been a former DOC and knew of the Dubermans started walking past, and they they see the Dubermans, and they're all pulling their weapons out. Like, what are you guys doing here? Like, it's just <laughs> like this reunion of like a dozen different people who. Were current DOC, were uh, former DOC, or were alternate characters who were also DOC or lifers? It was just like an out of prison meeting at Mission Row. It was, it was very That's wholesome. Yeah, the whole thing was uh, it was really good. I I kind of expected it to go a little bit like worse. Like I was I was waiting to like stem tides and like you know breach mm -hmm. the fallout, but uh, it went well, and it it was chaos too. So it was good. Yeah, Actually, Control of Chaos was fantastic. <laughs> I really need to know more about this. So I, I would like you to tell us the story of the Dubermans, please. I need to know. I need this meta. So the Dubermans basically started off as a shitlord character that uh, I just did for a one-time appearance where I'm like, hey guys, I'm Robbie Duberman. And obviously, he's, you know, same exact name as uh, Bobby Boulderman. Uh, I was like, I need my application form for the lifers so I can fill this out and all that stuff. And uh, <laughs> it starts to segue where more and more people were making characters based off the Duberman name. And, you know, originally, I didn't make this character like any lore. It, like, quite literally, just shit lore characters show up one time for the joke of, hey, I made a prison lifer. Ha ha ha. Look, that's so crazy. But then uh, we started to get more people in on it. Uh, started creating lore behind it. So... Right now, the established lore for the start of the Dubermans is that uh, we've cloned a part of Bobby, uh, and he's now has quote unquote prison children, where all these clones have been created. They're all in jail for like 250 times whatever charge they have. So for Robbie, it's 250 times uh, poaching, because my character, I made <clears> it so that. Uh, he hates fish because he doesn't want another uh, like evolution happening. He's like, one's enough. I don't want like a superior human race to like come out now. And then uh, he's like, I'm gonna stop any fish from becoming a human again. Uh, and that's why he was in jail. But uh, fish genocide, basically fish genocide. Yeah. Okay. Kind of, kind of like a kind of into like pirate stuff. Maybe I don't know. Maybe oh, would we'll... you say it was some kind of like seal apocalypse? Oh, perhaps. Who knows? Right, <laughs> cut, 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 <laughs> cut, guys. All right, we gotta. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get that out. Let's. Uh, <laughs> hey, editor, editor, can we get you over here? We gotta. We gotta get you to cut this live. Can we get this cut out of the podcast live, please? <laughs> but uh, yeah, now, now we've just been expanding on that lore. I'm so happy with 
all the people that join in on it. It's uh, it basically I would say like it's a Dan clan. All right, buddy, you good? Seal. Seal's mic just cut out a little bit. Oh. He said he said the magic word. He said dead Dan clan and, and, <laughs> and uh, all, all the all the fingles combine all the power to take him out. They're, they're hitting me now. They're hitting my <laughs> VPN. Oh my god! Eight point one proxies are not working. <laughs> and once uh, Chief's on to you, it's game over. <laughs> you guys are the prison Dans or like the prison littlemans. It's great. Are all the Duerans? They're not lifers, right? They just go to prison a lot. Uh, no, uh, I. I'm they're all. Pretty lifers. sure they're all lifers at this moment. Okay, I've uh, actually I never interacted with a Duberman somehow. What? All my time yeah, on we... Littlemans. All my time on John Hydra, I've never interacted with a Duberman. Dude, we had the little Duber Dan raid one time, and it was the Dubermans, like the Dan, it was DanCon was happening. For some reason, there was like six Dubermans around, and I think we had like, maybe it's just me and Jim. There might have been another little man there, but yeah. That was good. That was a good raid. That's when one Duberman permed and Brim Littleman, I think, permed as well. Oh, they were yeah. the ones who were buried. That was me. You, was, were the, uh, you were the Littleman that Brim. or the yeah. Duberman. That... <laughs> wait. So, wait, you have two Dubermans? No, I had one Duberman, but uh, I was playing the Brim Littleman uh, character. Oh, oh Brim wait. Dude, I didn't even know. Wait, so I'm buried. I'm buried next to this guy. What the fuck? You're buried next to him and a Duberman. Ugh. I'm not sure who the Duberman is. It's one of the DOC, I believe, <laughs> or former DOC. I don't know. You I know who the original uh, Dubermans, Littlemans, and Dens are? Who they were? The 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 Rickies. They were the they were the first to do the whole. You know, everyone like a cultist of one character trope. Is that true? Yeah, Rickies. I think so. I, that's, I think that's so. Like yeah. Lore right there. Yeah. Now a new generation. The, the Randalls. There was like fucking ten Randalls on yesterday or some shit. <laughs> they're not even. They're not even like attempting to make them different. It's just a, <laughs> the same character, same, same voice. They're all using like all the, the, the sound. The sound. The sound box. That's funny. <laughs> Here, I got a really good picture for you guys. And guess what? It's gonna be in the show notes this time too. Yeah, but, sorry uh, about the last of the dog. You know, I couldn't. What are you gonna do? James Randall has uh, he's got a new model coming up for Mr. Rand for or Space Boy's got a new model for James Randall. Putting it in the show links. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Why doesn't he um, use a Rick Bucker? Mel. Um, what's? Yeah. I think it's just he, Mel's like a very played out character, and he's done everything you can do on him. And I understand wanting to do something new. I mean, like the same. Um, the... <laughs> what the hell is this? That's his new. That's his new model. <laughs> it's just the <laughs> the uh, belt on his pants are like up to below his his fucking uh, <laughs> chest. You know what it reminds me of? Um, the you gonna the you gonna picture. share it? Fifty two. Come on, man. You gonna show people? Oh, I got it. Okay, got it. Jeez, it's man. in the show notes. Guys, check some the show people note. might want to see it live. Some people. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. I got I got really aggressive, guys. I'm sorry. It's just I get so worked up when Seal Apocalypse is around. Mm -hmm. That's He's... true. Also, that heavy night you're drinking. <laughs> Dude, it's so, so high up. It's like almost to his nips. 
<laughs> oh, well, if you're going to show that, I might as well just give the whole clip so you can watch the whole clip. I hate watching videos. Why? <laughs> Somebody said that in the last episode. They're like, I hate watching videos. I hate it. I can't stand it. It's the worst thing that we do as a group. Um, yeah, I think, I, I don't know. I think video content's interesting because we watch clips and they're relevant and it gives us something to talk about. And people that are watching get to watch it live with us. And people that are listening can listen to it and then go back and watch it later if they want. Listen, I'm not getting any views from it, man. So it's honestly, it's not my content. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can go. Listen, I'm going to go pull some of my content quickly. We can watch that. Yeah, let's do it. I'm down. No, I'm. You're not supposed uh, to go with it. It's part watching. of the bit. Oh, that you don't. It's like just it. loading forever no. for me. 52. Can you fix this? Oh, no, I haven't played it. You want me to play it? Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, like, skip, like, 10 seconds in, because he doesn't reveal. He's just, he's literally just laughing and <laughs> till about 10 seconds in. Do you guys see anything all of it. No. Okay. 52 ish waiting <laughs> on you. It's not capturing, right? No, it's just, like, two circling squares. That's why I don't like watching videos. Well, this has literally never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe the unprofessionalism in this podcast. Oh, oh my goodness. gosh. Say, I think we'd have our shit together after eight episodes, but we... Uh... <laughs> this man doesn't even know how many episodes we've done. <laughs> there we go. Are you ready? Uh, we're ready. Hello. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, why is his ass so high? Wait, what the fuck? It makes his torso <laughs> look like it's a foot long. <laughs> He's got them Beyonce yes, legs. Hello. <laughs> oh, man. Does he use a voice modulator for James Randall? No, dude. And he didn't for Mel either. He's just that good. Space Boy's crazy talented. He's really fucking yeah. good. I'm not going to lie. He has one of the biggest hearts uh, on the server as well. Yeah, he raided like, you last night, and I was like... Yo, what's up? We all we, we love this man on the podcast. He doesn't. He's because I've watched him since like when I first discovered Vader, when Moon first took up RP, like the summit times. Like I've, I've watched him since very early on. He's never like been a clout chaser, but everyone has always been attracted to him and like his role play. It's always just yeah. been so good. And then like now, especially when there's so many different people on the server. He's like such an advocate for the the up and comers, like the people who have good role play or make fun for people on the server. The Cubans, the the littlemans, right? Like people who literally we we don't really have many people like in our corners. You know, we don't have it as good as say like the Dan's or something like that. But uh, he's he's just such a sweetheart when it comes to that. And every one of his characters is different. And I yeah. think that's a that's a sign of like a really good role player. When another, each character stands apart. Another thing I noticed about him is he's never like he's never involved in server drama. Like, oh yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him in the crossfires of any type of server drama. Yeah. I think Space Boy is like the most optimal or like perfect role player somebody can be. I agree. I agree. He's had he's had like huge stories too, like the Mel almost perma, right? Like he's done 
really good serial killer stuff. Or not like serial killer, but like serial assaults and killings on his like main character, essentially, right? Because he was a male main for a long time. Yeah. yeah I think uh, it's brave. I think e even now, which I, I, I feel like I've, I'm like at the point where I'm over it. Uh, but I feel like even up till recently, I guess I should say. I was fearing consequences. Like I was, I'm, I was, I've been trying to like foster a new criminal character and like actually try a, a, a like an element of the server that I never really got into. You know, because we we do Littleman crime. We do. I I had my pirate character did a tiny bit of crime, but nothing big. So you know, I I do want to try like some of the other stuff that people on the server have fun doing all day long. And I found myself immediately like fearing consequences, like being afraid of getting caught. Uh, which I think is like an old mentality, but it's not something that's like really apparent on the server now. But being yeah. afraid of like going to jail or something or like having something on my record. That was a huge concern early with Moosebeard, even though I, I knew I wanted to make him a crim. Yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like now the when people like if if that fear was still there, people wouldn't run from you know misdemeanors like traffic stops and shit like that. But because that fear is not there, and people are trying to get into them chases, it all depends on the character you're playing too. You know, if it's your main and you're a main white collar crim, like trying not to get caught but commit crime. Uh. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Did you feel that way on Carmine? Like early yes. on? You're like 100%. trying to just very heavily avoid consequences, but you know, you still walk that line where you're like, if I do it, you know, I'm going to try to get away with it, right? Yeah, 100%. Like I've, I've done a few things on Carmine, like sell my legal class ones, um, launder shit but through the casino keep secrets for people put hits on people crimes where uh, if i did get caught i could you know talk my way out of but yeah i was doing that for a while i remember the day before my uh, pd application it was fontaine who caught me uh... well from her point of view she thought i was uh Carmen was trying to sell his legal class twos but i wasn't and that day uh, god that day was that's the most stressed i've been in roleplay because I thought everything was coming to an end. But yeah. I know what you mean though. You can do that kind of. But on your cop. But uh, I don't know. The thing is with uh, streaming full time. And having a main character. Jeopardizing your character's position on the server. Could have like OC ramifications. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. so I, kind, I, wish, kind of... I wish. Go for it. I was gonna say diving back into what we were just talking about. That's why I was like, Space Boy is so brave. Like Mel was his, that was his character, and he would he would do anything. He would shoot people; they would die. He would go the full court route with it. He would take his consequences. He'd fight his consequences. Right, like his is that like consequences of his actions. So good. Yeah, that burger shot uh, murder. Was it a cop that was killed? With uh, Mel was there, Gladys the was there. Original was one that was no, it wasn't a cop, because no, it was a cop. It was uh, 
Nathan's uh, old cop character. Wesley, I think it was Wesley something. But that was the most recent one. No, I'm talking about last oh. year sometime. When Mel was literally going to get the death penalty. That uh, The recent one, like um, a few... Uh, I don't know if we might need to edit this out, but I'm pretty sure one guy got banned because he didn't want to deal with the... Uh, the ramifications of what he did in roleplay. Like, he went on a Twitter rant. Because he, he... That guy got the nines. Gladys got the nines. And Mel got the nines, too. And he threw a... He went on a tangent on Twitter. And I think that's that led to him... Him getting banned, I'm pretty sure. Because he, oh. he was arguing with admins on Twitter. That's one thing you don't do, okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't man... <laughs> on Twitter about roleplay shit and if an admin fucking comments on that Twitter post just you know I don't know fucking backpedal well but yeah it's an opportunity and I, I don't mm -hmm. see why people see it as anything but that and this is like I said this is something that took me a little bit to get over because I wasn't seeing it as an opportunity at first and it, it wasn't even until like say Moosebeard was temporarily removed from the PD that I really started looking at big changes, big things as opportunities, right? What can you do now? What can you do next? How can you turn this into something bigger? How can you make light of something that isn't, you know, super beneficial to you or your character, right? You're going to prison. Well, you know, look at successful streamers like Molly. Uh, Molly Rue plays Lizzie Byrne, literally was in prison for 49 days or something like that. She was in hanging out with the lifers like every day. She was good with the DOC. She was having fun in prison, doing all kinds of stuff. Still super successful now. Like she's out, she's hanging out with Cy Carter. You know, she's got that whole group. It's it's an opportunity. And to see it as anything but that, I don't know. Especially when it's role play. It's not like it's real life. Mm, I agree. It's like you're going to prison. It's the whole thing about like roleplay being fluid, you know, is that some people, I feel like they go onto the server and they have like a plan for that day. And sure, you can go by like, oh, I'm going to do this on this character. I'm going to do this on this character. But as soon as they deviate a little tiny bit from that plan, it's like meltdown for them. They're like, this is not how it's supposed to go. Uh, you know, I wanted it to go this way. You know, consequences <laughs> provide the best RP. Uh and if you usually go with it, you end up getting rewarded from it. You know, some people get prior from facing consequences. Some people, you know, might get fired from something, but then boom, they get hired into something that's even crazier for them, for that character. Uh, it, people got to stop fearing, you know, these consequences because all it does is promotes role play on the server. And it, most of the time, I would say maybe 95% of the time, it's always going to lead to something better. I agree with yeah. that. It mostly comes down to what you do with the consequences. Um, like, uh, we mentioned someone who uh, recently, who not recently, a while ago, permitted their character. They regretted it. And then they made a character the same as their initial character. Consequences are fun, but uh, if you don't know what to, you know, how to approach it, it could be shitty. It could, yeah. you know, it could fucking ruin shit for you. So I can see why people, you know, 
when it comes to that shit of walking on eggshells, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Okay, I don't know what I'd do if uh, if my cop character wasn't a cop. I don't know what I'd do. Like, maybe it's a creative fault of mine, and I've you know, I've been drinking the the pink chasing Kool Aid for too long. But yeah, it, it comes down to like who it is that's dealing with those consequences and what they do. Definitely not. I, I, I say that's probably one of the reasons people are a major reason why people don't want to do consequences. It's just uh, they have a savage character. They're playing on a server that you kind of you kind of have to be a character that gets known. So if your established character gets locked up or something happens to it, you have to make a new character. You can't get the anxiety of, oh, man, I'm basically going to no pixel no pixel for the first time ever again by making a new character. I got to make all these contacts again, all that stuff. Uh, and I imagine probably just that, that kind of fear is what drives people away from consequences. But, you know, I'm sure it's scary to always start up a new character and all that stuff. But you make such great stuff happen when you do make a new character because you get to in introduce yourself to new people, new groups of people. You break away from your usual, like, kind of click of people. Uh, and you get to, like realize different sides of roleplay that you never ever touched on from like doing those type of things yeah. uh another thing i've noticed on the server a lot of people when they do make old characters they just go to the exact same group especially on cop like uh i'm not pointing any fingers but there's crims but if they make cops they automatically know all their crim cops cops and <laughs> it's the same crowd and yeah, they yeah. they FTO each other. They help push each other through. Then they, you know, they're always riding together. Yeah. Personally, I don't have a problem with that. You know, yeah. it's it's whatever. But I, mean, it, I did it, it. it. Rode with Miles it, a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, the only the only issue I would have with it is that it, you know it, it's not it's for that person. You know, uh, when you do that type of thing. You're kind of doing yourself a disservice, you know, new experiences with new people on a new character. Right. And, you know, that your character can be more fleshed out and developed if you go in with it, into it with no, uh, you know, like um, previous connections. You're That's also not treating that character as a character. You're treating that character as being played by this guy, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see that well, a lot. One thing uh, I, I hope happens with the Red Dead server is not that to happen. I know when I do do Red Dead, I'm not gonna... The character I make is not gonna have, like, any connections with anyone unless... Actually, yeah, I'm gonna stand by. No connections with no one starting fresh. I don't care who the person is, OLC, deal with them as a character. And if, if more people approach Red Dead like that, I feel like Red Dead's going to do so fucking well. But I doubt it. It's unlikely. It's unlikely. Dude, that reminds me so much of, like, early days on Moosebeard, right? It's February 2021. The server's just opened back up for 3.0. Everybody's bright-eyed, happy. Nobody really has, like, much of a click. Like, there was, like, the Burger Shot click and the Guild, obviously, because they... They immediately just went out of character and were just friends as soon as as soon as it started. But uh, I I just remember going around and giving everybody the time of day. Like 
you were i was talking to everybody i was meeting everybody getting to know all these new people i feel like that's also what's helped moosebeard be in the place he is now is because everybody knew him like everybody could it was the guy in the red jacket with the he was a pretended to be a pirate like he's a pirate i would i would talk to everybody i'd meet everybody was good with everybody almost to a downfall yeah you get to meet so many cool people just like giving anybody the time of day and not just like looking for your buddies or anything like that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, that's how I. Uh, um, one thing like when I first encounter I had with Bobby Balderman, I th- well the first like encounter where we you know we we dealt with each other a lot was at a traffic stop, and it's, it's probably one of the most memorable traffic stops I've ever had because I didn't know who Balderman was. I didn't know who the guy I was pulling over was. I barely knew Dan Faley. And well, it was a it was a tow truck. And the tow truck was parked on a yellow line. The guy was in the bank. He walks out of the bank. I call for 77s on the radio. I go to the guy and I tell him, Hey, you're getting a citation. He's he starts off right from the rip, starts yelling. Starts yelling, and I'm like, Yes, this is what I fucking want. Someone who's fucking mad. And he gets in his tow truck, starts screaming. And I, I was on a uh, bike patrol because I got punished for doing some dumb shit. This is while I was a solo. This is while I was a cadet, like my first week or two. Welcome back, Hydra. Uh, and um, Balderman showed up. And this guy was losing his mind. He was going ballistic. <sighs> then he got tased. Then he got cuffed. Then he got taken to MRPD. And he was still going crazy. And uh, I met new characters. I met... Um, the lawyer, what's his name? Bill Mays. Bill Mays. And Bill Mays was being an asshole to me, okay? <laughs> to my cop. And they were asking for... And I, I ran in, ran into Stubble, too. I ran into Stubble for the first time, I'm pretty sure. I met, like, 10 new characters all in the span of 30 minutes. And it felt refreshing. It felt so good. And I wish... I, I, I wish I could get more of that on the server, but I feel like I've already... Re- I've already met pretty much everyone on the server now, or every character on the server now. That's all right. I love doing like a traffic stop RP. I would just yeah. set up on Sonora Freeway, wait for cars to speed by. Granted, most of them are like S pluses, and if I try to catch up, they're already gone in like one millisecond. But uh, for the people that do pull over, most of the time, they're people I've never interacted with in the server. So it's a complete, fresh, clean slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, talk to them, even if it's just talking to them for a little bit about, like, I, I don't know, like, where they were going or, like, about their car. It's just, like, so refreshing to have that new interaction with somebody and just, like, it's not the same face you've been seeing, like, all the time when you go to, like, a bank robbery and all that stuff or, uh, you know, same people that you see hanging around Mission OPD uh, or, you know, SDSO. Because once you establish a relationship with somebody then uh you kind of get a bit more chill with each other so <laughs> i don't know how to explain it but like uh, i guess like things kind of slow down with like the rp that you can generate with each other because you can you're just more about chilling with each other at that time mm-hmm. when you interact with that new person that fresh person it's like you want to be like how what can i do to get some like rp getting off of this you know mm-hmm. traffic stop or whatever uh so 
always, always, always. If I ever interact with somebody new, I'm always going to spend my time with that. I don't care if a 13 alpha goes off. I'll stay in that traffic. Stop talking to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you, but, uh, what do you guys, what's your guys' policy on, um, if you pull over like a, and this is no shame to people who make new characters, but if you pull over a, like a 40,000 ID and they start quoting the SOPs at you, how do you feel about that? This happened to me uh, the other day. Straight up call them out. You're like, it looks like you just moved here. How do you, uh, how do you know all this? You know, and try to get them to, you know, give them an opportunity to role play. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I know that from another city or something like that. Like, you know, this is a standard operating thing for you know the entire United States, that kind of stuff. Right. That's actually good. I love that. It, it would be like if they start quoting exact things, they're like, well, Bass said in a meeting the other day that this is how things are going to be done. <laughs> like, that's when it's, it's going too far, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Unless Boulderman does it, then it's funny. <laughs> Those are the uh, funny yeah. ones. <laughs> like, SOPs being changed the day before, and then they're like, hey, uh, cuff timer. I mean, reduce my time. Cuff time. What are you doing? Yeah, I had, I had arrested somebody <laughs> with a new cuff timer. When I still barely, I didn't even know what the F command was for the cuff timer. And they were like, how much time do I get off for this? And I was like, bro, can you try at least to pretend like you don't know? Yeah. It's funny. Well, it's kind of like with like the Wrangler situation the other day when he was like looking for, he was trying to do a sting on somebody that was selling chopped materials or buying chopped materials. And magically everybody knew not to sell to this random group of people that had no identifiable markings. It's like, come on guys. Like. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it can be frustrating, but I think I think just like putting your frustration aside and then trying like trying your damnedest to turn it into like good RP. I think that's like a this is like a magic power you have, Troms. You're just so good at that. Stop. No. Okay. <laughs> um, I uh I think I sometimes it, if something like that happens, I'll be like, oh, all right, what department do you work for? And I'll just start asking them like a bunch of questions to try to make them feel uncomfortable. We're like, it's really interesting that you know that. Who told you that? We, you know, I listen, I got to know if we got a leak here. You know what? I'm going to call for backup. Why don't you sit tight? <laughs> then wait in the car for a really long time. You know what my I favorite? <laughs> my favorite new trope as a cop is to piss off people in traffic stops to the point where they call for superior and then get the superior to side with me. Oh, that's good. Mad. That's really good. Yeah. Have you guys said, given anybody the SDSO special yet? What's that? It's where you take somebody to PBSO or SDSO, whichever one's further away, depending on which side of the island you're on, and you use uh, your third your third uh, car uh, siren, the siren, and you drive the speed limit the whole way. The annoying one. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> I've been using that one actually when I'm uh, when I'm uh, paralleling. I've been using the annoying one, and my hope is that cops that are like coming around corners will hear that and be able to tell where i am without having to take their eyes off the car in front of them to like let them know like with an audio cue that you have a like a parallel here that's ready for like extra spike extra car in a pit something like that like a pavlov's dogs theory type of thing yeah i want them to all start leaking (laughs) when i'm around okay I don't know why he said leaking. I meant to say drooling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. 
That, that, that phrase could have so much like uh, different meanings. <laughs> We're just gonna leave it ambiguous. I'm down for all all fluids. Any fluid. If they start leaking fluids, I'm happy. We're at Shelby I... yesterday during PD drinking night, and uh, I, I came up to her. I want to do her her because you guys know me. I lead the. Uh, I lead the Shark Rangers, you know, pretty big thing. Moose Beard. Oh, sorry, the, I've never heard of it. Shark Rangers, you know, we do no uh, all the nautical themed pursuits in the city. It's, that's us. We do that. Oh, cool, cool. I'm sure. I'm sure you yeah. invite all your friends to that. Is that how that works? Yeah. I, well, no, I, I don't favor. You know, it's role play. So you well, like Moose Beard's friends, I mean. Uh, okay, sure. No. no. I can't <laughs> believe you'd be it's, role playing on the server. You're role playing. I'm not going. I'm not going to invite. I'm not gonna invite a cowboy to a to a seahorse <laughs> one. Club. You ever heard about seahorse one men? <laughs> Skyhorse one. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a John Hydra. I killed my littleman recently, permanently for real this time, real. Um, and so I was on John Hydra when the littlemans were around, and I was like, oh man, I wish I could just play my littleman corpse right now, but um, uh, we ended up getting a bunch of hang gliders because the littlemans are great. And uh, we ended up doing a sky pursuit. And so everybody had like their call signs. They were just using their call signs. And I was like, Sky Horse One, going for dive bomb. <laughs> People were really liking it. Those Did you guys good. sabotage some of them or something? Because mine just cut out mid mid flight. It was so weird. Yeah, if you died. if you gas back too hard, it turns off. Then you just gotta turn it back on. Yeah, I got on ATC and I said, just turn it back on. <laughs> you were already in the water. Somebody was point. really mad. They were like, clear the fucking ATC comms. I think it might have been Pratt. I'm not sure. My God. Um, I'm not sure. How 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 could they? Are they were they in Air One? Do they hear it? If they I don't are? know. Uh, I didn't, anybody I didn't in the know pilot how... or passenger seat of any air vehicle will hear ATC. How do you? I didn't realize that if you're in a vehicle, you can get on ATC and use like radio chatter to talk to each other. There's a specific ATC button. Oh, do you have to bind it? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's super interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Yep. Yeah. Um, dispatch can also like use ATC from like their room or something. Yeah, they have a room. Oh, it's that's the sick. one next to the meeting room. Yeah, that, MRPD, but was... that gives them more access. They get to see like a map with all the, all the uh, currently active aircraft and everything. Do you know what would be so sick? Is if dispatch could like, because I know we had like the car cams for a while. If we just had those always on, and if like dispatches could watch them live, oh, that'd be so cool. So they could just like check in on people and like see if they're okay. Oh my god. That'll be actually. And if you do some fucked up shit, you just turn it off, and they're like, "Where's your feet?" <laughs> just turn or just turn it away, like face it away from where you're doing. That'd be yeah. I fifty two. I love that the second I'm like some some way to be observed. He's like, and this is how I would get around it. <laughs> it's your first thought. <laughs> oh, it's so good, man. I was so happy that one time I got held up. Like I don't know how many days this school was. I was on the phone with you. You mm -hmm. saved my life, man. Mm. Yeah, just, I got a lot of praise from a lot of people for that, by the way. You really you really helped me out faking that kidnapping. <laughs> I wish it was fake. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on the I'm on John Hydra's on the phone with uh Carmine and we're talking about something. And Carmine's like, Yeah, what do you what the fuck do you want, you dumb idiot? Or <laughs> you know how he talks to people. And nope. he's like, Okay, I'm hanging up, I'm hanging up. <laughs> and then he like honestly, great role play. He's not like, I am now hanging up, stop pointing that gun at me, wink, click. 
He's like, okay, okay, I'm hanging up. And then I'm like, all right. And then I just immediately get on the radio and I break. There's like an 80 going on. I break and I'm like, I'm pretty sure Carmine just got kidnapped. Can we do a wellness check? Who's around? And nobody responds. So I'm just like, fuck it, break. I'm going to go to this position. I need 77s right now. And so we get there right as they're about to like get this guy in a car or something. And they uh, we see a car speeding away and we saved Carmine's life. That was great. You know, one thing that causes me to, you know, I, like I, um, causes 78s and me being the root cause of it is because I have I don't want to call for 77s on the radio because I feel like I, I don't know I feel like my character is kind of a nuisance and people when they hear me calling for 77s on the radio they don't want to respond so I usually deal with it on my own mm-hmm. and then it goes side <laughs> and it goes sideways that they have to come and help me you should, put your, uh, you should put your you should put your 77s alarm on one of your hotkeys. Uh, or like wait, your 13 alpha so. alarm, your your panic button. Oh, can you do that? Yeah, you can put in one of your no. one two three fours. Oh no, I don't do that. I save that for my uh my med armor pistol. You know, I've I've been it. not having armor in one of my quick slots recently and then if I get into a situation where I'm in an actual gunfight, the my thought is I'm either going to go down instantly if they want me dead, which they can do. Or I'm going to be in a position where I can, like, figure stuff out and then I can move my armor to where I need it to be quickly. Yeah, I don't have it in a hotkey. I think it's... I think you got more important things. Yeah. What I have been binding and what I think is important... Baton. Yeah. Very, very cool. Ripping people out of the cars. Dude, I really got to solve this issue I have. Uh, So the way that you use the baton is you can walk up as as a cop. You can walk up to the car and you can use your baton... And you can use it to, like, manually eject somebody from a vehicle. This is, like, people that are not providing ID, that are being really obstinate. Um, people that are, like, that maybe for, like, they're stuck inside. They're saying they have an emergency. There's a lot of reasons you could pull somebody out and more reasons why you wouldn't. But when you do it, it's just like the handcuff minigame. It's a one, two, three, four spinning bracket. And you got to hit, like, the button at the time. For some reason, since I've started NoPixel, this is since 2.0, my one key is actually my zero key. So there's a 25% chance I just can't succeed on those mini games. Damn. You got an extra <laughs> difficulty there. Yeah. You know what I like about ripping the ripping people out of the car animation? How power game is? You, oh. Yeah, when you rip <laughs> them out of the car, they're going to instantly be on the floor and it's just perfectly lined Warlorded. up. Warlorded. Yeah, yeah, just to smack them. <laughs> just beat them out <laughs> So Some people say you can't cuff them. You totally can. Yeah. As soon as they're out of the car, just just hit the cuff key and you'll cuff them. Just, just yell going, going for, for cuffs. cuffs. Yeah, <laughs> make sure you yell, yell, yell that out. You know, it's oh. actually not in the SOPs. You don't have to yell going for cuffs. It, it, it's one of those SOPs, you know, one of the PD announcement SOPs. Mm-hmm. It's not, mean, not in the booklet, but... I'm, I'm just saying you didn't do it until somebody told you to stop it. Mm. You know what's funny? You have to do it while they have their backs to you. You gotta yell for going for cuffs. But crims, they'll look you dead in your eye, cuff you mid sprint. Yeah, they'll they'll <laughs> sprint tackle you, and then three from from a perfect delta angle will all cuff you 0.8 seconds after each other, so that you there's no way you could succeed. <laughs> uh that it it's not allowed. It's not. They're not allowed to do it either. I'm. It's not. I, it's not so let's realistic. say a big gang rolls up to you and does it. What are you going to do? You just treat them like they're any other person. What do you go? Actually, um, <laughs> you can't do that. 
what, you know you're what gonna, I'm gonna do? You gonna is that how you're gonna treat regular old Joe Schmo as well? <laughs> no, you know what I'm gonna do from now on. If anyone uh, you know like fucks up, cuffs me. I'm just gonna OCL redo redo. Really, really, dude. <laughs> really, <laughs> dude. Really, dude. R L L Y D U D. So toxic. Oh my god. Speaking of toxic, seal. Um, <laughs> what's your, what would you say is the most, uh, like coolest situation that you've been in and the situation that made you like cringe or facepalm or even consider reporting somebody the most? Uh, oh man, that's definitely a put on the spot type of question. Yeah. We hit you, we hit you get, hard here. It's a loaded question too. Cause this guy was DOC. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's kind of hard to come up with a best one right now. Cause I mean, so many great people on the server that have created such great experiences, but I can instantly give you stuff on the negative. Because uh, <laughs> working as DOC, you get some really fucked up people that come to that prison. Uh, and I'm not talking about people that are just like sent up to the prison running around the city. Like you'll get people that like make lifers that say some really cringy shit. Because uh, you, you know, in uh, American prison systems, they have like these kind of ideas what happens in there mm-hmm. and those people oh, bring it into role play and the soap that, and the, the, yeah, like the racial divide role play which is like cringe like don't fucking do that here man yeah. we've had people that will come into the prison uh and kind of go off of that and it's always awkward when that happens uh because it's like i you know <laughs> all right buddy like I, I can i can see why you're uh trying to do this rp but like you know, sometimes it's just, you know, people come here for a uh, kind of break away from reality. So maybe don't bring reality into the server. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I would say the negative parts of roleplay has definitely been like that type of stuff. I mean, sure, uh, occasionally, you know, working as DOC, uh, you'll have people that come up there and they'll be very upset that they got arrested. So they either come no up way. to you and start punching the fuck out of you. Or they'll completely ignore you as if you're not even... You're just an NPC at that point. Like a literal Bolingbroke guard NPC. And... Beat that ass. Uh, yeah, like th- those type of things have been in the negatives. But for positives, I like, like I said, <laughs> there's just been so many that uh, I've been a part of that it's just like so hard to choose. Uh, honestly, every time I get on the server, I feel like a new best experience happens. Because uh, I don't... I don't go in my uh go into like these situations where you know it's kind of like contenty type of stuff so like s plus boost and all that i'm not really a, a car chasing type of guy uh instead i'll kind of go to like the small things like if i see a 911 call or a 311 call go to those uh and usually those kind of spiral into something that's crazy or super fun uh you know riding with people can. like with troms or uh, people like Nesk, uh, plays like Harvey Holden, you know, Greek. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very hard to pick a good experience because, like I said, literally every time I get on this server, I feel like a new one's being created. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I add to that? Um, I've noticed something with my with, with me and role play for role playing a cop. Whenever I go to like pings like boosts or banks anything that leads 100 percent to a pursuit uh 
I feel like I'm not role playing anymore, and it takes me out of that headspace. But if I stick to like traffic stops, nine one one calls, suspicious activity calls, the ones that could actually lead to role play, mm -hmm. I feel like I have way more fun, and it's it's something that I've come to a realization of really recently. So I don't know if I'll be doing ping chasing as Can often I as I used to. Can I ask a thing? I think I might know why this is true. You tell me how close I am. I sometimes I feel like the same. Like when I'm doing a chase, it stops being RP and it starts being how good of a driver am I? It's like a skill check now. And you can definitely still make that role play. And if part of your character is that you're a good driver, I think there's a lot there. But I don't think I personally get a lot out of it. Now, as John Hydra... I obviously want to succeed. That's part of the character. Right? He wants to succeed and be good at all of the things that you're doing in your career. Um, but I have to like use like brain energy to then force myself to like, like be in character instead of just being able to turn my brain off and, and be John Hydra. Does yeah. that sound like kind of what it's like or? Like yes. Say, yeah. No, no, because I don't think there's much role play you can get out of fucking chasing someone all day. Uh, and most of the people you're chasing in these uh, boosts and shit, they're not approaching it for the roleplay. Um, uh, they're approaching it for the mechanics, you know, and what they're going to get out of it. To them, it's a mini game heist. And if, but 911 calls, people who make those type of calls, they're expecting roleplay, you mm -hmm. know. And it's easier to generate roleplay when the other party is also interested. Mm -hmm. So. Yes, I'd agree, and no, I feel like you could get way more roleplay out of things that are not mechanically driven. I think as, like, a content server, it's super important to have both. I think it's really important that we have people like you that want to go to 911 calls. I think there's a lot of times where people call 911 and never get a response, and it's really frustrating. Like, you feel like you're getting left behind because there's three cop chases going on, and there's, you know, 28 out of 35 cops in these three chases, and then you've got, like... Maybe a couple, a handful of cops that are like actually like patrolling and stuff, and they don't respond to the nine one ones either. You know, so it's it's really good to have nine one one calls. I've been doing yeah. a lot of like minor calls, like um, like a ten ten is like my big call right now. Like if I see a ten ten, I'm like I'm like let's fucking go. Or a uh, what is it a seventy one? Right, seventy one. So for shots, shots fired? fired, yeah, yeah. Dude, if I see if I see a a seventy one or a ten ten. I'm on it. I'm really, uh, dude. I've been kind of like slow, like slow rolling the, like class two felony arrest thing. But I'm gonna start. I made a whole like person personalized SOP for how I handle it. I treat it just like a 1060. Like if there's a car situation, like a if it's like a felony stop, I call for backup. I let them know that somebody has like a felonious class two. Um, if I get a plate, I let them know that they're gang affiliated. If we're in their territory, I let them know that we're in their territory. I ask for like two extra 77s and then once they arrive, I say, okay, once you guys are here, we'll turn our lights in and go get these guys. And we don't, we're not there to take their class twos. I'm not part of the cum unit, right? I'm part of the, I'm a cop and I'm taking these guys to prison for having giant guns on their back in public. So that's those kinda... type of calls, those type of calls I like too, but those type of calls, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta approach carefully as well because... Yeah, not just, I'm not just riding up to me going, hey, give me your gun. Give me your gun and we'll let you go. It's not, no, don't give me your gun, man. Give me your everything. You're going to jail, buddy. The risk of those type of calls is, I hate this as a thing, but people are going to call you a W cop. 
I don't give a shit. And, you know yeah, what I did? I went to they're going to say that you're trying to big dick them, right? And then that's when you're going to get guys who just want to, like, hunt you down and that's kill funny. you. What's that like? What's it like to being just, like, hanging out with other cops and then getting, like, shot or sniped out of nowhere? That's no, actually, never I happened really liked to that, me. actually. I really liked that. That was good RP. I know, out of character, I know, I think I know why that happened. I'm pretty sure that was um, oh, Nike's, they right? they thought we were related to what else was going on. <laughs> What's that? There was something else going on with that group. And they thought we were related to it. So when we were like, you know, fuck out of here, they're like, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. These guys, yeah. There's some. Who, who sniped you? Do you know? I don't. Who, I genuinely what? don't know. I have no idea. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Not, I'm I was not, talking about a different situation. I, I haven't yeah. let anybody talk. The only thing that I can think of, and this is what John Hydra decided that it was, is that it's um, Nicholas Simone, right? I arrested him for having multiple class threes on him. One of which was a sniper rifle. It's the only sniper rifle John Hydra's ever seen. Um, the call was, um, I never forget or something. And that's like the same thing that Nick said. He said, I won't forget this. Like, and you'll regret this or something at the casino. Um, and it was so cool and it was so sick. I, he called once and I was like, it's John Hydra. I'm in the middle of a call. Let me call you back. And I hung up and then he called back again. And I'm like, oh, this might be a thing. So I, I let him talk and he was like, I never forget. And I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I, like, I got stun locked. I got stun locked, man. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Now, John Hydra, though, I've got the I've got the meta unlock. If anybody ever calls you from an unknown number with a voice changer, slump immediately. <laughs> Duck and cover. Well, get out the car and run and then slump. <laughs> that was super sick. Um, but yeah, what were we talking about before the oh, the 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 take like ping chasing and, and guns and stuff. Um. Yeah, I, so what I've done is John Hydra's. I've let some people in, like, the bigger gangs that John Hydra's had interactions with. So I'm not just, like, walking up to Mr. K, because John Hydra's never really interacted with him. But, like, people in gangs that John Hydra's, like, known to be around, like, Patar, he, like, let them know. He's like, hey, like, here's what I'm doing. Like, if I see you with the class two, it's nothing personal. You got to do your thing. I got to do my job. I'm going to go hard, and it's not personal. Like, it's just, I'm just doing the work. I, I want you guys to stop doing this. And it's the law, so that's the way it's got to be. And so far, everybody's been like, cool, man. Yeah, like, we're looking, for, like, good. I told Va I told Eugene. I told Tony Corleone. I told Patar. Um, I, John Hydra doesn't really know anybody in, like, CG or any of the other gangs. So, but yeah. I found out while doing carp, uh, cop stuff, cop RP, uh, the best way to de-escalate any type of situation is just explain what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because uh, every time you go in and you're kind of just like instantly aggressive to them, like, I'm going to put you in cuffs, I put you, or I'm going to start tasing you and all that. I mean, obviously, you know, it's always good for RP when you actually like talk a little bit before you do anything. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, but um, I feel like every time I've interacted with somebody that's like, uh, their character is angry or something, if I just go up to them, like, hey, I got to do this because of X reason, like, oh, okay. And they'll like leave the area or they'll you know, comply with whatever order I'm asking them for. Uh, I, I think that's just an uh, important thing to do. If you're ever in a, a situation that's escalating, just start explaining what you're doing to people so they get an understanding of why you're doing it, and you're like, oh, okay, you're not just being a dickhead to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest, I, on purpose, I don't tell people. I'm <laughs> that's karma. Obviously, if you want to play yeah, a character like that, go for it. <laughs> yeah, during uh, during the, I don't know, the training that we did, the, like the weekend-long training, um, 
the last time I did one, what, what we decided was, and, and I've had other people ride with John Hydra's like, oh, I really liked how you did this because it gives people like a sense of like understanding of the situation. When John Hydra pulls people over, he goes, it was Jeopardy John Hydra's the PBS. So I'm pulling you over like as he's walking up to him, I'm pulling you over because I got you speeding back there. I just need your ID and we'll run the paperwork. I'll get you out of here qu- quick as can be. That's that- verbal judo. Oh, go on. It's literally that's verbal judo. That's you trying to make a common ground between you and the person that you are. It's essentially a way to get them to do what you want, but you are doing it in a way that makes you seem like you have their best interests at heart. That's oh, so narcissist. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, kid. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, let's welcome, let's welcome Kim to the podcast. Yo, what's going on, girl? A special guest Seal Bogalos with special guest Kim. Special special guest Kim. What's good? <laughs> Wait, you can't give Kydra kisses. You can't Hi. do that. He's got enough girlfriends as it is. <laughs> he does not want a third girlfriend. I, I mean, I mean. <laughs> no, uh, that's verbal judo, though. Like trying to get on, like. It, and I wouldn't even say it's like judo in a sense. It's just like you, you're not trying to force them to do anything. You are making a common ground between them. So, it, it, you know, their best interests at heart, right? And like, like you said, when you approach them, you're just like, here's what it is. Well, I'll try to get you on your way. Like, this is just minor inconvenience. You did something bad. I got to follow the rules, the law. And we'll just, you know, we'll wrap it up. We'll just get it done quickly. You can move on with the rest mm-hmm. of your life, right? It's not going to impact you in any way. Mm-hmm. I also yeah, feel like good. I also feel like it's like uh, it's also like it's an RP trick going like, hello, I am RPing with you. Here is the thing that I am required to do in the rules that I follow. Would you like to follow up in some way, shape or form? <laughs> Instead of just shooting me in the face, they now know that I'm somebody who they can talk to for a minute before they decide if they're going to shoot me in the face or not. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like giving them an out to to not just panic. some cops if they pull you over you know they're just going to rip you out of the car and do what they want with you so you're not going to give them a chance to have that interaction i'm trying to say like hey i'm i'm letting you know i'm a safe space to role play with for a minute i'm not just going to rip you out of the fucking car and so far i've had pretty good success i've never been hey wranglered except for that one fucking time troms and i got basically rdm'd in the after some guy Hit us doing ninety and knocked uh, Moosebeard out. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. With the, it was like, because we were like, "What is that like to get shot?" And I was like, "You know, we kind of did that one time. We got we got tough guyed, but <laughs> yeah, true." <laughs> I I feel like they they thought we were a part of. There was a bigger thing going on between that gang and the police at the time. Oh, I think they might have thought that we were involved. I see. You know, and then that's why they are. We're like already in the area because the guy like he came back with two friends really fucking quickly. <laughs> real fast. Uh, uh, it was like there were two extra cars of people, wasn't it? It was a lot of people. One, one car with two people okay, okay. showed up within like 45 seconds. <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. It's honestly, it's, it's funny. Yeah. I, I'm not salty about it. I, at the time, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's like shocking sometimes. You just get gunned down. You're like, wait a minute. Is that how this works? <laughs> you know what, uh, Seal? Something that you told me a while back. I think it was like not too long after you just got 
full officer. And like I have been I have been dying to ride with you. Like I fucking love riding with you. And then I asked I asked uh who else have you been riding with? You said nobody. Nobody. Like, just I remember you. you. I was like, no, why? Who is not like who would not want to ride with you? So for me, I kind of get into the server with the mentality of uh, I want to be like a background character for stuff. So I'm not going to be like the type of person that's going to go out of my way to be like, hey, I want you to ride with me. You better ride with me. If the Harvey Holden way. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I just wanted to come like up naturally, uh, you know, granted, I sometimes I do, out, you know, reach out to you like, hey, do you want to ride and all that stuff? But please do like, that I anytime. Know, I know like there's that connection between us where like we have a good synergy when it comes to RP. So like you're always like so, a good person to like default to for riding with. I will ride but, with uh, you any day of the week. <laughs> thank you. But uh, like, like I say, yeah, it's just kind of like uh, I would say like the background character type of thing going into play where you know if we're in a group big group of people i won't like speak much but if, if i get into like a smaller group of people i will have non-stop dialogue with you uh and you know it goes to the same with like finding partners to like, do cop work with because i know i know everybody's doing like their own thing in the server too so i don't want to be like hey take uh take some time out of your day to uh focus on what i want to do you know yeah i uh i have a similar thing with with Troms and and Moosebeard, and partly it's because Troms and I are, are friends. Often I will, if I if I'm allowed to as a solo, um, being being allowed to ride with Troms, I, I want to because we're friends. One and John Hydra and Moosebeard are friends, and I think we have a really good time together. But sometimes I worry that as Troms's friend, he will feel bad telling me no if I ask for us to do something together, and that's not a thing I ever want. Right? I never want you to go. Like, oh, I really wanted to go do this, but I'll do this since you asked because I don't want to make you feel bad. I think I've done a good job of like saying like, hey, if you want to go be in the fast car, please go do that. Like, don't stop doing the thing you wanted to do. I try really hard to like not accidentally socially pressure people. But I still worry, right? Like that I'm, I don't want to, I don't want you to feel like I got to take Hydra because, you know, we're friends and I don't want to be a bad friend, you know, like, like that. I have the same issue. I never reach out to people. If, if I want to ride along with someone, I don't reach out. I wait for them to reach out to me. That's just, uh, I guess I'm an introvert who hides in a, you know, outgoing character. Canoli told me recently I could ride with solo cadets. I thought it was like off the table together, but like as long as you're apparently evaluating them, like, you know, making sure that their progress is good. Oh, uh, it's not yeah. an issue. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Actually, so I'm good that... to ride with solos. Although, I don't think Hydra is on the table for that one. Wait, there what? There have been why? some comments. Wait, what do you mean? About us riding together too much? Yeah, well, I mean, I think they were. it was more of a joke. And I was like, well, he was on drugs. And, <laughs> oh, <know>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, that was good. No, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to getting back on the server and, like, riding solo and, and really, like, pushing the, the felony class two thing. I just, yeah, I keep, the guy. what's that? I gotta be, be the, guy. the guy. I keep, I keep not doing it because I, I care so much about other people's RP sometimes that if they're in the middle, I can tell they're in the middle of something. I don't want to just roll up and be like, you guys stop doing the thing you're doing. You're going to jail. But I think I just need to just stop giving a shit about that, about worrying about other people a little bit. You're going to jail. I think I, I just worry too much about 
ruining other people's RP for, for cop RP, which is like, yeah. that's why we're there, right? We're there to be a thorn in the side sometimes and be a consequence for, for standing out in a circle of people with guns. And yeah, I think what you want to do with like, essentially just like continuing the, the come unit, but without like, you know, screaming, come on radio, I think me having like a more professional stance on it and like treating it as more of like a serious thing. I think that that's, that's good shit. That's good fun. Like mm-hmm. not letting somebody just like walk off with a class too. I mean, I feel like you're going to, you're obviously going to get the people who think you're just doing it to big dick them, right? Like mm-hmm. just swang your big cop dick around. But uh, at the same time, I feel like there are people who want that role play. Mm-hmm. There are people who actually want to see cops not just letting them do everything. I feel and like people, the, go ahead. people are actually into that. Uh, that's all yeah. I, say. I feel like Gunner is such an interesting character and he feels on one he's like a coin with two sides on one he's so serious and he has like he's a really deep character with like a a very interesting past and he's like he does like the cum unit really aggressively but then you remember that it's called the fucking cum unit and he's he's like calling for the cum calls and he's got a cum shot and you know he's like give me give me your cum i mean gun and then it's like goofy and silly. And so you have like this hard time going like, okay, like what, what's the level of like seriousness to goof? Like if we're doing something with the little mints, I know where the level of serious to goofiness is. I don't have to guess, but sometimes with gunner, I'm like, okay, are we being serious right now? Like, can I get in trouble for this? Or are we being big old goofy, felly, silly fellas? Right. You, you know, what helps with those type of situations, treat all of them like they're serious and accept the consequences. That's, that's, that's how I approach it. I mean that's actually fair. That's a really, yeah. that's a really good point. I have learned though, I, I, I don't like class two calls as much as I, I thought I would. Because it gets if if you run into the wrong person, who's having a quote unquote bad day, it gets so weird. It gets so weird, especially if you as a cop win. It, they just get so weird about it. What do you and mean? Can you be more specific? Okay. You shoot someone down. Yeah. Well, let's say there's a class two. And uh, you somehow manage to cuff them. And they hit you with the, really? Are you going to do this? Really? And then they give you the silent treatment in the cell. It's like, full stop. No more role play. They're not got no more role play coming your way. Mm-hmm. I don't... I it just, it just takes me out of the headspace of role playing. So... I uh, like back in the day, if I saw a class two on the streets, I'd call it out right away. Now I'll assess the situation. I'll be like, okay, do I want to go? Do I want to spend 30 minutes pursuing this? And it could go sour. And then I, if nine times out of 10, I just back out. Mm-hmm. I, hear that. I think I, I'm more inclined to kind of like, remember when we got into that chase with the, the B-class boost that flipped and then the guy fucking lost his mind. He's like, really? You're not going to let us reset, really? People are leaving the city in droves and you're the reason why. <laughs> like, I remember that. Dude, I, that's exactly... He, like, shut down and you just kept, like, antagonizing him to, like, get him to role play. But I could see why a lot of people shutting down would, like, this is not fun. So I could see that. But I, I just try to, like, be the foil to your <laughs> villainy. Yeah, you, I only double down if there's another cop with me who's trying to, you know, de-escalate. I yeah. only escalate if there's a cop trying to de-escalate. <laughs> if it's just me, though, uh, it, I just, I just, I give, they give me the silent treatment, I read them their sentence, I send them off. Yeah, I mean, what more are you going to do? 
It's like, if I and I, I kind of like in my head, I go like, okay, these guys are frustrated out of character. So I'm just going to, I'm going to get this done as quickly as possible. And I tell them that I go, Hey, I'm going to get this done as quick as possible. Da, 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 da. Here's your charges. How do you plead? Okay, great. Bye. Because you, I, I like if, if someone's molding and I'm the reason they're molding, sometimes I feel bad, you know, I fucking, I feel bad and I can't. And you know, just, I don't know if you've had to deal with that seal. But yeah, that's. I gotta say, my experiences with ninety fives are, are common speak since you know other people are not cops like suspects in custody. Um, I th I think most of the time my experiences with them have been pretty decent. Um, I feel like once they understand how I'm approaching them as a character, they respond appropriately. Um, but that's just because you know I'm kind of like a goofy character when I play Bobby. Uh, you know, you have serious cops that interact with them. They kind of, you know, get upset because, uh, you know, it goes back to the, the whole big dicking thing. Some people really don't like having their, uh, kind of like ego challenged. And, uh, I find it bizarre when people do like the silent treatment in, uh, RP, especially because, you know, you, we talked about dead air, uh, before the podcast started mm -hmm. and, uh, like, that's something I'm very conscious of when I'm on the server. I don't want there to be dead air because I realize, you know, a lot of people on their server, they're streaming. Uh, they're doing this for content. I don't want people to just be sitting there. Nothing's happening. It's like, you know, <laughs> there's no drive for entertainment there. Yeah. Uh, so, I, like, like I said, it's just bizarre when people do that because I just feel like they're kind of killing the content on their end at that point. I'll still respond to them. I'll still try to interact with them as much as I can. But, you know, I can only give as much as you give too mm -hmm. yeah. uh but uh like i said i like thankfully i don't think my experience have been that bad because i i just don't tend to respond to calls that are kind of leading to those uh, type of situations because unfortunately you know a lot of these calls do drive content on the server mm -hmm. but also a lot of these calls drive molding on the server and it's just an unfortunate like uh added i guess con to like these calls so Hopefully, I don't interact with people that are going to be like that. Mm -hmm. But just, you know, how it is, more than likely, it, sometime down the line, I'll come across it. And it'll be whatever. I'll, I'll just, I'll accept it. I'll get them processed, get them sent up. They don't want RP. That's fine. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll get back to what I was doing and have fun again. Why do you guys think that criminal role players, who I've been there too, when you get arrested, get mad out of character. It's happened to me once. Um, I was on Stanky Leg. And I was literally, like, like accused of doing a crime. And then when I, like, tried to explain that, like, I understand why they thought it was me, but it wasn't me. Like, they wouldn't listen. Like, they weren't working with me. Like, the cop wasn't, like, listening to me. They weren't working with me. I kept saying, like... Oh, I, I'm pretty sure I know who it is and where they are. I could call them and like, I can prove to you that that's them and not me. And they're like, nope, you're going to prison. Um, and then we go to the jail cells and the whole time, I'm like, okay, can I get a lawyer? And they're like, stop whining. Like, stop crying. Like, like you're going to jail. There's no getting out of this. And I may, and there's a chance that maybe they were just playing like a sort of like semi-corrupt hard ass who like didn't like wasn't interested but it really just felt like this person didn't give a shit about me as a character or me as a player 
and just took me to the cells and then left and just left me in the cells for like 15 minutes with no anything. And I was literally mid like, oh, like typing OOC when he was like, okay, here's your crime time. And I was like, what about my lawyer? He's like, there's none available. And I was like, did you look? And this was before the yeah. app was available so you could see people. And he's like, there's not available. Bye. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? I was really mad. I was like, holy fuck. And I, pro- I promised I would never, ever like treat anybody in RP that from any position. I was going to say, yeah, when, uh, but you, before you even explain this, uh, when you feel like you're not being listened to, right? Or they're just ignoring anything that you say. Uh, I don't, I, don't, I really don't get upset at charges. I, I mean, I have in the past. I one time, uh, one time, uh, got a little upset at Dan. Dan went really hard on us because we got in his SUV one time, mm-hmm. and apparently that's like a character thing for him. He doesn't like it when people mm-hmm. like criminals get in his car. So we kind of did something that was like against his character, but he just went like so hard on us right away, and we like just started our day too. So I was like a little, I was like a little upset, and uh, I was like, I felt bad because on stream I was like. I was like, man, sometimes Dan just really makes me mad. Like, <laughs> since I'm like, uh, it wasn't even mean, but it was just like, it was, it wasn't like the nicest thing to say. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, Dan, he's sticking to his character traits. It was just like, why could Dan do this to us, right? How could he? How could he do it? Um, I felt bad. There was a thing recent, just uh, the other day, where uh, Cadet was on their final and. We dropped we dropped this guy into prison. We took him up in a plane to eight thousand feet. He so the backstory with it was like we had some beef with him because of previous stuff. Um, we blew up his motorcycle because it happened to be next to a car that we blew up. We had a wheelchair and we made the car uh, like leak gasoline and then we blew the car up. And his motorcycle happened to be next to it, so it blew up. And then he was involved in the death of Krim Littleman when we stormed the prison. And then he said some shit to us, right? It was just good role play. We had mm-hmm. good role play starting with this guy. So I'm in prison, and then we formulate this plan. We end up kidnapping him. We make him blow up his own bike again. <laughs> this bike blew up. And then we took him in a plane, and he's, like, telling us about how he's, like, a lifer, but not really. He's, like, a like a regular sieve, but he's, like, you know, allied to the lifers, and so he loves prison. And we're like, okay, well, we're going to help get you what you want. We're going to get you into prison. You take him to 8,000 feet in, in a jet, a nosedive straight down 250 miles per hour, straight down towards the prison. We make him get out. He lands in the skate park 250 miles per hour <laughs> straight into the ground. And then Miles uh, does a 311 uh, almost verbatim saying like what a cop would say when you go to Channel 5. Like, uh, hey DOC, I'm gonna be sending up uh, <laughs> sending up one Misha's standal. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, we get caught a little bit later, and the cop pushes attempted first degree murder on this guy, and uh, we're like, attempted first? Like, I feel like we only just like assaulted him with a deadly plane or miles is like we only did acts of torture right (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like we didn't plan to kill this guy you know and it wasn't (laughs) uh we didn't have any like plans ahead of time you know just yeah (laughs) trying to give like clues as to like 
We didn't do that. <laughs> Wouldn't it still stick though? Because yeah, if you think about it, yeah. it was it was kind of a heat of passion thing. Like we didn't plan to kill him. He didn't die. He's but not dead. They should have. <laughs> Something miles into the Jesus. Uh, I mean, flesh. Out of character, looking at it from like a cop's point of view. Yeah, why not? You could do it. You could push it. But we asked for a bench, and we didn't get it. Oof. And they didn't even request. Yeah, you could <laughs> see the like, fucking Discord. Yeah, I'm a cop. I can see that. I know that you didn't request it. Did he lie uh, about it? Did he say he requested no, it? No, they okay. just didn't. I I think the cadet was on, on their final, just like just starting their final too, and I think they were nervous. So, uh, and then there was one other charge too. It was like, I I don't remember what it was, but it just didn't fit. And we were we were telling them we're like, hey. We're the Littlemans. We try to get charges. When we're telling you that, like, this isn't something that we did. Yeah. We didn't do it. Right. Yeah. Fortunately for us, we ended up only going up for, like, 25 or th or 30 of the 110 months that we got mm -hmm. because of the cuff thing. And we, we did, like, some ICU role play beforehand. And we did, like, <laughs> some surgery shit. And, like, oh, we, yeah, we had a bunch of role play those with cuffs. the cuffs. Nice. Oh, milked. It's so hard, dude. It was great. <laughs> so we ended up getting, like, almost an hour off of our time, uh, which was excellent. Really oh, like that change. I got to admit, it sucks because it's so it, it really sucks for cops. It sucks for prison, too. It's funny. This actually leads into uh, what happened at prison next which kind of really put like a bad taste in my mouth. And I know Boulderman there, but uh, Seal Apocalypse has experienced shit like this because every DOC has, but we get to prison. The guy that we dropped into prison is there and he's ready to role play, right? Like he's got a, he's got a shiv. He's, he wants his revenge and we're all for it. It's like, hell yeah. I get, I get my, my, my throat slit uh, <laughs> and I'm laying on the ground next to the slushy machine. And then Jim comes in and he goes, Tim, get off the ground, dumbass. And then he just keeps on running. <laughs> like, he knows I've been stabbed. Uh, he comes back a couple minutes later, and then I'm still there. And the guy the, the guy who stabbed me comes back with Jim standing over me and throws a Molotov, too. So that we get molotov and it's just like, it was just good. It was good, fun role play. Uh, but there was, um, we ended up getting, essentially, we had our pockets run by one of the lifers, and they stole all of our money. Which yeah, it's all the money play, you have. Play rich characters, but that was all the money that we had, and it didn't feel like they were connected to the scene at all. It just they felt just like walked up and slash steeled you without saying anything. And I found out later that this person uh, did have a connection. They were the one who gave so and so his his weapon, and apparently they're you know part of the gang and protected, right? But there was no role play involved. It was mm -hmm. it was just walk up. Take your take your all your money, walk away. And I felt like I'd just been loot box. I felt like I had somebody had just walked up and wasn't involved and just took all my shit. Like if that guy had done it, if he had stabbed me and then taken my shit, yeah, I would have been like his role play was great. His role play was excellent. Mm -hmm. But uh, for someone to just walk up and like loot box you after you're down feels yeah. really shitty. I found out they were involved, but I just but wish there was more. Yeah, I wish there was like, hey, like, don't fuck with that guy. He's protected by us. Just like saying something to me while you're doing it mm -hmm. would have so felt you know. right. Yeah, yeah. People forget to explain, and that's very important in RP. Because if you just get shit happen to you and you're not giving a reason, 
one, how do you react to that in RP? You know, you can't further any RP with that. Two, you feel like it's totally randomly targeted. Uh, you know, in prison, unfortunately, loot box so many times. Um, I've stopped bringing in, like, uh, I guess my character's, like, prize possessions, I guess you would say. Like, stuff I earned in RP that, like, kind of has, like, uh, importance to it. Like people know not to take these that. things. Like, people yeah. know. I would just stop bringing that into the prison because there have been times where, you know, lifers will understand, you know, don't take that stuff. But then you have, like, people that are sent up. They're mad. They just beat you down and then take everything off of you. And uh, it sucks. It really sucks when that happens because it's just like, why? What, what What's happening here? I don't, I don't understand. Like, uh, out of character, in character, it's just so confusing. Yeah, it's really frustrating. Speaking I of... I was the closest I ever was to reporting somebody. Ooh. There, and it was oh, over $4,000. Yeah, the principle. It's just, I mean, it that's, fell it's the fucking wrong. principle, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't, because, again, it's just such, like, a minor thing. It just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like I was getting anything out of that. I wish... Which, up until then, was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're having a. This sucks when you're having a fucking great scene, great day. Everything's going good. You're having laughs. Your your stream's engaged. You're feeling good. You're feeling on. And then one dumbass comes along and does some dumb shit, and you just want to quit. You're just like, I'm done. I want to leave. I, I fucking hate it here now. <laughs> I don't know if it's that extreme for everybody, but it happens. I mean, that's you know, just suddenly like you're just off, and you're just like, <sighs> now we have to like start back from zero to like like to reclaim the the stolen pogs, right? I can well, agree with that. For me, it's not about reclaiming the pogs because uh, I personally don't stream that often, uh, if at all. What but, is that? Uh, I just, uh, I guess, kind of like performance anxiety. Because uh, I, even with when I'm hanging out with people like you, you guys, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, just even being on the podcast, I, I get kind of like social anxiety. Uh, farm that cloud, dude. I, <laughs> I got it. You know, gotta get that money in. <laughs> get, get that, that cloud, man. Uh, but you know, it's just like I know Troms. I you know established a relationship. I you know interact with both your characters, uh, Fifty Two and Hydra, uh, and I understand what type of people you are. But still, even being here, it's just like gets me a bit nervous. Mm -hmm. And That's normal, now you man. do that on this server where I don't interact with people that often, and just like, oh man. Am I going to come out looking like a jackass if I do something yeah. or something along those lines? It, just, it gets me a bit worried. So instead of like showing off that anxiety on stream, I'm just like, I'll just be the background character. <laughs> you know what helps with that? Just play a character that's an asshole. So then you won't have to guess. If that way you never have to worry about looking like an yeah. asshole because you know you're an asshole. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's what I did with John Hydra really early on. And then I got threatened to get fired from PD Toe and blacklisted from PD. So I was like, I guess I can't be an asshole. So <laughs> just rolls for thee, but not for me. That's how it works. Dude, I felt that way very early. And I don't know what it was, what like helped me get over it. Because I even feel like it helped a little bit with like real world anxiety was like learning to talk to people and like, you know, be around people who I'm kind of nervous around, right? Like big streamers and shit like that. Uh they're, they're literally just people and they want interactions as well. They literally want to talk to you. <laughs> like, you know, they're on the server because they want to talk to people like you. So that's that's why I've always like. Yeah, it's tough to get over, but I feel like it's not. 
not entirely difficult. You, know, you just got to remember what they want. Well, and Seal, like, as one of the co-founders, as the Seal Apocalypse hate Discord, like, we don't even have that much to say about you. It's really frustrating. We actually want you to stream more so we can try to find more reasons to hate you. Wait, there's a, really he's hard. got a hate Discord? Uh, you not just one. <laughs> okay, can you send me an invite, please? I got you right now. Yeah, get you. we got you. Uh, I thought you were already in one of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm not in no fuck. Uh, fuck oh, that must be 69 chains. That's my bad. I keep forgetting. Yeah. And the actual reason I'm not streaming is uh, I don't want to show off all the rule breaks I'm doing. <laughs> That's I mean, true. <laughs> I don't want the fucking true. VOD revered. <laughs> How do you, you know Troms is saying? Troms is saying you go OOC probably the most on the server with him. I don't think so. No, I think I think there's something about me that makes people make these jokes. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They always do it around me. Because you make uh, the Pikachu uh, shocked faced in RP every time. Every time it happens, you're like, dude, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I, I, I do break the one rule of going OOC, but well, like I said earlier, I think it's very important in your taste of the OOC and uh, Hydra, you were going to be able to get the sound clip here that we heard earlier. But, uh, you know, if you're making like a little funny comment about a scenario or something, you know, why not? It adds to the content. It makes everyone happier, mm -hmm. have a more fun time. But if you're going on a server and you're going OOC by saying, I hate you. I want you off the server. You're the fucking worst. You're literal human garbage. Okay, people will be like, mm, okay, you know, that that's kind of the bad OOC, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh my I, kind I, of OOC. <laughs> I don't mind like uh the OOC. Uh people will say I go OOC quite often. Uh to make these know. jokes. Uh I get referenced as like a someone that's like Fingledan. <laughs> and uh I honestly I th think that's an honor title for me to be known as like the store brand Fingledan sometimes. <laughs> the wish Fingledan. Yeah. <laughs> But I, uh, it, I, I like that. I think it's all about doing it right, mm. right? Like, for instance, Brick has kind of built his character around doing that now. Like, that's his, 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 like his whole thing. Uh, I told somebody to collect their items, right? So, like, from uh, MRPD, so I could... I think I had to put something back on them. And I bring them over to the desk, and I'm like, oh, just ask the lady here for your stuff back, right? You know, it's kind of given, like, role play for push, pushing the button. And then mm -hmm. Brick, who's next to me, goes... Just push E. <laughs> okay, okay. All I right. I love that stuff. But it, the delivery, right? Mm -hmm. It's like how you deliver it and how how it adds to the content. Where you can choose not to focus on it if you want. It's not going to ruin your immersion, but you're going to have like a quick chuckle where you're like, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, buddy. <laughs> okay. All right. This is where we're going with this, though. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's, it's all about context and everything. Exactly. Context is a huge matter. Like, you can even break like other rules depending on context if it like kind of generates like RP over mm -hmm. rule play. Because uh, I've already if... the Cubans so many times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, if, if I know you and we have like a thing built up uh, and all that, I guess not RDM at that point. But uh, listen, people can do rule breaks on me, and as long as I know they're doing it in good faith or just like, kind of like a little friendly banter type of thing well gas. i have no well, issue goof. with it yeah dude that's funny it got me thinking now it's not an rdm because it's not random i'm actually just gonna dm you that's it like, it's on it's not random dude expect this shit. 
on just site. Tell the humans that next time. Just tell the humans it's, it's not, on site. It's not RDM because it's on site. It's just a DM. Get over it. <laughs> I told uh, I told TV even the other day after he blew up my glider. I was like, I'm trying to kill you right now. I'm putting your head in the water in the hopes that you die. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold it here until you stop breathing. <laughs> it's almost like I'm gonna force you to die permanently. <laughs> And then he started, of course, fucking hotkeying Dance 331 and, like, shimmying out of the water, fucking weekend of Bernie-style, motherfucker. Oh, my God. 331's the one to shimmy? I didn't yeah. know. It's, it's like the, it's three, the, 330, 331, 332. They all, like, they move you, you to jump backwards. Yeah. It's great for climbing up hills if you can't get up a hill, but don't do it. If you're, like, if you're in a situation that is, it is important. Yeah, just a, your ADS when you're going on hills. Mm-hmm. It, it really helps. And walk. Oh. If they didn't remove the tackle feature, I would just ragdoll down the hill. <laughs> Seal. <laughs> uh, if you were if you were gonna make a crim, and you were allowed to join any gang in the city, which gang would you join on this crim? If they were like all were like welcoming you with open arms. I did kind of have a crim with uh, a person I used to role play with. Uh, he goes by the username Enter Ghost, and uh, we used to do, like Weasel News back in 2.0. But uh, we made these characters, uh, they're basically like construction workers that got fired. Because, uh, you know, there's always those construction sites going on in the city that are not been there for years now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, we were like thinking like now there's like a like a whole like plot happening where it's like uh, kind of like an insurance fraud type of deal or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we made those like super like, or not super old, but like they're like in their 50s or <laughs> like 30s. They're stereotypical construction workers they're they're not used to crime at all uh and we would be, be like goofy criminals we would go to like rob a store we wouldn't have a hostage we wouldn't have all this stuff that you know everyone kind of meta unlocks instantly and uh when we get arrested we were like what how'd you guys catch us and the cops like oh maybe you guys should have a hostage and they're like oh okay so now every time we did like a robbery after that we would have a hostage mm-hmm. kind of adding to that progression uh so if i ever had to make a criminal uh, like uh, and focus on it, I would put a huge focus on making sure that I make sure that character progresses, that I don't instantly unlock things, that I don't know how to do these mechanics. For sure. That's great, you know, actually. I can make a character. I, can, I know I need a lockpick to get into a car. I, you know, I, I, need, I, need, I know I need like certain things for a bank and all that stuff. But if I'm just going to make a crim and do that, and where's the fun in that, you know? Mm-hmm. RP is all so about establishing stuff. It's so hard. As Littlemans, we, we've done the exact same thing, right? Like, we never tried to do anything the right way. You know, we've robbed banks with our cell phones as the hacking tool, right? And it's never successful, but we don't care. We just, you know, yeah, we did that shit. We got 50 bucks, right? Like, you know, something stupid. Uh, we had this guy pick us up one time. We're like, hey, we're going to go rob a bank later. He's like, oh, perfect. Here, come with me. Takes us to the old Benny's, gets us inside, shows us what to click on on our phone, how to log in, how to buy a laptop, how to buy a dongle. And then after it was all said and done, we go, yeah, we're not we're not going to do any of that. We know how to do this. And then we've never gone back or like paid any attention <laughs> to that whatsoever. I, I oh, love those so type good. of criminals. It's like one of the best like RP I think you can participate in is uh, doing something completely wrong. Yeah. Everyone does does it right because, you know, that's how you get the stuff from the banks. That's how you get the things you need for, like, future jobs. But when you're doing things directly to fuck it up, peak RP, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. These are like the like the 500 IQ L Chaser RPers. Yeah, they're so important. There's so many. As the server gets more, and as people's viewership grows, as their egos grow, there's so many people who want to be role playing the badass that they never got to be in real life. Right? I mean, that's a very cool persona. I get it. I get the appeal. But somewhere along the way, if everybody is becomes the cool badass, nobody's a badass, and it's all just super giga cringe, right? So, like, the L-chasing, like, goofballs are super important. They, like, without those guys, the other people would have no, no nothing to compare themselves to. This is why James Randall, why the Cubans, why all of them are super popular and why they succeed as characters. It's because they're not... They have no goal. They have no... Like, we're trying our hardest to get something done. They, they don't do that. James Randall has... He has no end goal in sight whatsoever, right? Like he just gets on and he just does dumb shit. And he doesn't even want to do it right. The Cubans, the exact same way. Leo walks around with a hammer and brandishes it at literally everybody he sees. You know, what's your like, side of me? You kidding me, brother? You kidding me? <laughs> Love those humans. So they are. They're great, dude. I'm so happy for them. I'm so glad that like Hogshund has moved like onward because I met him very early in 3.0, mm -hmm. and he again he had the whole he was doing his Cuban. He was no different than he is now. Like yeah. it was the same thing. He was doing the Cuban Tom Hanks thing. He wanted to recreate Toy Story with but you know the Cuban Toy Story. Mm -hmm. Like he wanted to play Woody, and the it was just like. <laughs> So good, so good. Those guys yeah, he was great. like an early, early like uh, pirate friend between Willie and I. Yeah, so buddy, it's just good to see him. A buddy of mine, uh, side effects may include. Um, started playing with them. It looks like he's having pretty good fun. So hopefully, he sees some some success there. He plays a uh, Kerm Kerm Henson. <laughs> he sounds like Kerm oh, the Frog. Kerm. Yeah. Okay. I saw him yesterday. I was like, where the freak have you been we yeah. used to work together at the rooster yeah he had to he had to do like a big surgery and then you know how sometimes no pixel just ebbs and flows with people it just burns you out real hard and you gotta go and but uh dude has a ton of rp potential but i i think he and a lot of people can get in their own heads pretty bad i'm going through it right now every like the other day when i left i just like i literally got out of the car mid chase after you and i got separated not because we did but because i was just like i'm not having fun <laughs> Like, I'm not enjoying this. I don't feel like I'm doing anything right. I feel like I haven't talked to my chat in 10 minutes. I feel like I haven't, I haven't like, role-played. I'm, like, not having fun. I'm not being entertaining. Why the fuck am I doing this? So I just, at 1042. I felt bad, like, driving off, too. No, no, I thought that was the right call. On this I thought car. that was absolutely the right call. I waited for a second, and I mm -hmm. think, like, you, like, went around the side of the car, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, it's no, gonna no. get away if I don't get Gen on Genuinely, it. I thought that was the right call. Both in and out of character. Yeah, I've been there, too. I've been in that headspace, too. You just take like a one or two day break. Yeah, that's right. I took. Uh, I took. Revalue these podcasts. These podcasts we do every week fucking helps. Dude, man. they're so. I actually, I was talking to my girlfriends about this. I was like, dude, after I do the podcast, I feel like all the problems that I had throughout the week, I get to talk about with like friends and like a, a, like a third party that's like coming to like visit and can like genuinely tell us we're being fucking idiots about something, and it's nice. It's really nice. And then. Other people, like viewers and other streamers, get to watch the podcast and go like, oh, these were like really interesting points. I love seeing this point of view. I really like it. It's really nice. And then 
for the first time in what feels like really since Stanky Leg was popping off, I feel like I have something that people are interested in, you know? People will pop into all of our chats. I've seen it and go, hey, I listen to every episode of the podcast. It really like, gets me through my work day. Really looking forward to the next one. Dude, that feels so good. That's so validating. I noticed yeah. last night you noticed uh, you pointed out one of the viewers too. You're like, hey, it's uh, I don't remember what her name was. It was so like something like, underscore Ray. Yeah, it was a podcast viewer. <laughs> I was like, we yeah, love podcast yeah. viewers here. And then I donated money to you <laughs> for it. <laughs> I was like, here's $5. Yeah. We love podcast viewers. <laughs> the one thing I like about the podcast is that, you know, it, it lets you put everything into perspective and you realize shit don't really matter. Just oh. fuck it. Get over it. Move on. Have fun. I'm going to reach out and to, I'm going to reach out to Jugs. Um, since he, he was really kind to me in character recently on Stinky. Like he recognized me from Wild West RP and like some of the RP we used to do when he was on Lenny. And he like gave me a shot for Stanky like to be in that gang. I don't think that gang fits Stanky like I think they're a little too serious for him. Um, but I want to see if he wants to get on because it'd be really interesting. He's I'm sure that guy's got a lot to say. He's he's had a ton of really good oh, ideas. Hundred percent. I you know what? Uh, he's also another good person who plays like vastly different characters, mm -hmm. and not just because he puts on a voice, but I feel like the difference between Lenny and Sidwig. It's so massive. Like night and day. Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing comparable about them, like at yeah. all. As Moosebeard, Moosebeard didn't really like Lenny. He, he didn't like Lenny at all. Mm -hmm. Mostly because Lenny wouldn't buy his fish. Fucker. I'd bring him. I'd literally. I would not turn my fish in at the at the shop, like the fish shop or whatever. Mm -hmm. I take it to restaurants and try to sell it there. This is before they needed fish for like ingredients <laughs> yeah, as yeah. well. And I'd like, I'd like use the fish, which like put it in your hands and dropped it on the ground. I'd use the fish and drop it on their counter and be like, oh, yeah, I'm here to, I'm here to drop off the latest load of fish. One time they let me into the back and I spent 15 minutes back there just like at the sink. And I was like cleaning Scaling fish, and, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Descalers, fish guts everywhere, right? I think Lenny ended up kicking me out for that one. But <laughs> it was just like, and then the difference between that and like Sidwig. Like, I feel like, uh... Sidwig's a cool character, man. Hey, he's, he's pretty cool. I, I feel like he's also one of the people who sees Moosebeard and knows that whatever whatever is going to happen with what they're doing, it's going to be handled fairly, right? Like, when it comes to pursuits, when it comes to how, like, 95s are handled, how it comes to, like, treating, you know, a suspect as a person, you know, actually having a conversation with them, not treating them as, like, a hard ass or anything like that. I feel like he, there, once once we see each other, there's almost like this understanding. You know? mm -hmm. I I really appreciate that about him. I've yeah. never I've never had a bad situation, even if there's like something that wasn't like too, it was a little scuffy, right? You know, I'm I'm always the first to say like, hey, was that like, you know, are you in cuffs? Like, you know, that kind of stuff, or like, mm -hmm. you know, was that fair? Was that all right? You know, just like literally whispering to them like stage whispering to try to make sure like everything's good and he's always he's always he's like always good he's like he's like yeah i think it was a little bit weird but you know what i'm good with it and i'm like dude this is why i like you dude me and uh vincent glass i don't know who plays vincent glass but that guy's awesome hexagonist yeah that guy's sick really good guy he's a great role player um he plays like a really oh, he's not good a role player he's a self-insert he well he <laughs> self-inserts a really good fucking cop <laughs> he plays that guy well yeah um, he does he's old he's he's a like very i think he's a 2.0 cop 
but uh, he um he and I got into the situation where we like randomly pulled some girl over and Vincent Glass was like macking on her, and these tow truck drivers. That's the self insert. <laughs> so the tow truck drivers were like um waiting and i was like i was like hey come here if she i was like trying to scare her i was like if she if we end up arresting her i want you to tow this car to the to the compactor and they were like feeling it at first and then they started like shit talking the cops for some reason and so i was like all right get the fuck out of the car and they're like why and i was like we're doing a fit check and he's like oh gonna be like that and so i started doing like a clothing check and then i don't know what happened but they started beating on vincent and then they drove away and it turned into an 80 like a chase and then one, they ended up crashing, and one ran away, and we, like, tased and cuffed one of them. But it was kind of weird, because, like, I tased him, he kept running, and then he teleported back to me, still in the tase animation. So I was, like, going for cuffs, and I cuff him, and then I see him, like, 20 feet away now, and then reappear in front of me in cuffs. Yep. And so, happen. and he's pissed. He's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, I can tell you're a little pissed right now. Um, I think I might have had like stretchy cuffs. Uh, let me get the real ones. Hold on. Like, we can't have you in these. And he's like, no. And then because I said, like, you seem pissed, he's like, why do you guys always say this weird shit? Why do you guys, the second we're in cuffs, you start talking shit. Fuck you. Fuck cops. Fuck this. Fuck that. And I was just like, whatever. I just cut him loose. I was like, goodbye. Just, I'm done. I'm done with you. Like, I just cut him loose. And, and then he wouldn't leave. And he's like, you motherfucker. Fuck you, you piece of shit. And then... Like, he pulls his gun, so I shoot him, and we just leave his body there. We don't even try to arrest him. We just call a 52 and leave. I wish oh. I was there. If I was there, I would have sent him in. He's like... It was... It was uh, wild. Arrested a guy the other night, man. Or last night. It was... It was weird. I'm just gonna say Capital that. Capital W? Capital W weird. Although apparently it wasn't because we talked to him about it and uh, it you, just you looked it? weird. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you guys what happened. So we're on a we're on a, a 94, which is a street race. You know, we got a couple cars. I call in the I call in the horses. You know, I say I say you know it's horses? time SRU. Let's horses. ride the the horse and not John Hydra. Oh. No. So I call I call in the the cavalry right, and so we're all on this 94, the street race. Uh, we stick to this one, uh, Porsche Panamera. Uh, we're on it for a while. Eventually, we're on. We're right in front of the Roosters Rest when this this guy wearing a a uh, like a a space outfit, like the Galaxy outfit, on a motorcycle. He we can see him in front of him, and he's doing the like he's doing like the kick animation where he's kicking left and right. Mm-hmm. And we pass him. And suddenly he speeds up and he kicks our car and he's like just kicking all over the place. And then the Panamera crashes out around the corner. Um, and then this guy is like there too. And he's like trying to kick our car and he ends up getting like knocked off his bike, becomes a fo- short foot pursuit. Uh, we catch him and all of us are like, we all felt exactly the same way as cops. We're what like, are you doing here? Who is this guy? <laughs> this guy doesn't even seem like he's related. He's on a stolen motorcycle helping out with a, a street race had no idea this guy was related whatsoever. Uh, and so we're at first we're treating him. I, I, I don't do it often, but I was like, I was like, what the hell do you think you're doing? You doofus. Like you know, I'm <laughs> calling him like dingus and numbskull and shit. Like ding dong's a good one. This one's John likes to use. You, you ding dong. 
yeah. goober yeah Goofy like just goober. i'm hitting them with all like these like these stupid insults like childhood insults yeah you know it's uh serious once you pull those out yeah that's right that's what i'm saying so uh we get them down to mrpd and we talk it we talk about it and we're we we're you know being less than serious and then it, it gets serious and i'm like okay listen like what from our point of view that looked very weird and i was like it's probably not best for you to just like insert yourself into a situation like that that you weren't involved in right like i'm making it so obvious right mm -hmm. and uh he's like well i may have actually been involved and i'm like okay you know that's fair like that is fair if you were actually involved i'm just like we had to make it clear to him that hey it did not look that way from our point of view. It looked like you literally just came out of nowhere and started just kicking cars and shit. It was weird too. The Panamera was a VIN scratch and then the car crashed and we could not find the driver. He was just gone. He did, just did he got like ejaculated onto a building yeah, or something? Probably. probably yeah, he, he was either like on a balcony or on like the roof of a building because we could not find him. And we waited for like him to come back from a head pop, nothing. Hmm. So we ended up leaving the car there because we, it didn't feel right with us not knowing if it was a head pop or if he actually went down. How do you feel about uh, sometimes crims will go down in a situation and their body like lands in a bush or something? How do you feel about them just laying there until the cops leave? That's fine. You're not know, saying anything? Yeah. How are they going to get help? Yeah, so oh wait, the are they unconscious or yeah. are they like out? Yeah, yeah like out, like uh, like dead, like zero HP. I mean, so do they? No, I think he's like saying, are they role play? Like, are they? Do they? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's I mean, typically no, right? They're just like I can't get caught now because they don't know where I am, right? So how do you feel about people that a don't say anything and then like either use local EMS or nine one one a while unconscious later? I wouldn't. Uh, I want to say this. Go ahead, Go ahead Seal. Uh, I think there's been a discussion uh, about this like type of thing happening before, and uh, the point that was brought up was that uh, it's kind of like NVL for your character to not try to seek help when they're in a you know critical state. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I I personally think uh, if you go down, you should seek help because I listen. I did medical RP in a prison sure. for a long time. Uh, you should give like opportunity for RP to a lot of people, including the emails and doctors that very rarely get to see it nowadays. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it kind of feels like it's scummy. I won't lie, because uh, like you know, you're just using a mechanic to get like a gel out free card in that situation. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, I guess ultimately it's up to what the scenario or context is. Sure. Uh, if it's like super clear, like W chasing, uh, fuck it. Uh, you're a dickhead for doing that. <laughs> uh, but if it's like maybe some kind of a technical issue or something arises where they think they're able to be seen, but they're not seen, then eh, whatever. Depends How do you... on like what you're using it for. Mm -hmm. I think it's great if you hide in a bush and then like roll a dice when you know somebody's seen you i think like shit like that is great right oh that's like, really good i hadn't thought about that or I, if you make it obvious right like one thing we do as little men's is we'll get in somebody's trunk but then anytime they go over bumps we'll go like oof. 
Yeah, we'll just make little noises. Not a, not enough that you're like, you know, like it's, it's little, enough that you tap. know somebody's in your trunk, but yeah. not enough that you're like, oh, you know, they're making it obvious yeah. or something. I I think one time I I was I was thinking about this because I was guilty of doing it. Stanky like doesn't know how to drive cars, but like somebody convinced him to steal a cop car. This is back when it was easy to do. And so he tried and immediately crashed, but he started getting chased, but he got ejected from the vehicle, landed in a bush. And I was like, okay, I'm going to roll to see if I'm conscious. So even I'm conscious, odd, I'm unconscious. I rolled odd. I said this all on stream. I rolled odd, so he's unconscious. And I'm like, now, chat, I'm going to lay here. And if anybody comes within like 10 feet of me, I'm going to do like slash me is unconscious, but groaning, right? And I was like, that seems like fair balance. And then I was like, if nobody comes, then I'll wait here for 10 minutes. And if nobody notices that I'm here, cops or otherwise, to call an ambulance, then I'm going to uh, just like local EMS. Call it in as a dog who see I'm rough. I'm a dog and I was peeing in a bush and saw a guy. Ruff, ruff, he seems <laughs> down. Oh. I made fun of a uh, mad. I don't bush. think you should local if you're part of something oh i mean i I would say i would say don't don't ever local i think like take the the life light or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't think that it's like if you're stuck you know or something like that yeah but uh oh is using local ems what cops are talking about is life lighting out of situations yeah yeah Oh, is that what I guess? I guess some some criminals got upset about. Like some crim RPers got upset about that, about it being okay for cops to do that. I, I, have well, no I think I, that's how that was the cuff response. Yeah, that's, that's literally in response to that. Is is why the cuffs were changed. I actually don't mind being off. down in like a situation. Um, you know what's funny about that whole uh, that that incident where they thought locals uh, cops locally messed. They didn't. They didn't. That didn't happen. That was someone assuming shit that didn't happen. And, uh, you know, echo chamber then pushes the narrative and then people think you people did something that didn't happen. Was this during that mountain shootout that you were a part of? No, it was uh, well, PD got lured into an ambush and uh, they had a hostage. So we were forced to, you know, engage Respond, him in the ambush. Yeah. Yeah, and the hostage, we, uh, I, hero, superhero POV over here, was Whoa. able to save the hostage in a combat zone without the hostage getting shot and save the down cop as well. Are you like, did you like, did it. you solid snake <laughs> so in? Did you, did you stealth in and get him? Yes, yes. I even, I made a call on the radio saying, put down some cover fire so they don't have eyes on us. Oh, they hell yeah. It. Fucking good warm mine. Let's go, dude. Warm <laughs> Uh, and then then the, the crims who were involved were like did they just local ems out what happened to the cop that they just assumed shit and i guess oh I don't know, interesting i think maybe the cops that were on scene maybe should have done a better job of explaining what happened there like yeah you fucking stupid idiots we saved our guys like but you can. It was OOC assumptions. How do you address? Oh, I guess that's true. If they never know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't really care how mechanics have changed, man. Role play still role play. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. That's why uh, uh, 
it, there's a lot about like everybody's like 4.0 is gonna change everything and i just i don't think it will i think it's gonna offer up some fresh new role play and then i think it won't be long before it's exactly the way it was like doesn't matter how many new mechanics are in there like literally we could be we could be doing role play on fucking minecraft like it would and it, it we'd have all the same role players we'd have all the same talented people no mechanics and it would still be, it would just be exactly the, the same you know it's like no amount of new mechanics or no amount of mechanics is going to change like the community's mentality for it right now you know what i mean all right fucking i'm starting an overwatch 2 rp server Dude, I've seen it. I've seen it. That's it's <laughs> Moon did it. Moon did it back Wait, in like 2017. Yeah. What the He's fuck? got videos on his YouTube channel. Oh my that God. Shit. <laughs> so How? There's a meme about that. There's a Reaper who was who was hardcore playing Rebirth. <laughs> That's so I can't remember funny. his name. It's like I am I am Lucian the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Ah, it was so good. Seal. Yes. You got any questions, comments, interesting things you've seen recently? What's going on? Like, tell us about your, your recent going on. What are your hopes? What do you dream of? Well, aspirations want to be the president of the United States. Uh, obviously, own not happening after this podcast. In character or out of character? <laughs> out of character, obviously. Whoa! Because if it happens out of character, it's a self-insert then. You then know, you can just key... become the president in no pixel. True. <laughs> but, uh... No, I've uh, I kind of been take I think like a break from the server. I would say recently, like it's been about one one and a half weeks. I've been kind of off the server. Nice. Just uh, it's always good, I think, kind of step away from the server and let yourself kind of recharge. Because you're getting on the server every day, and this is how I I can't see how streamers do it personally. This is this is like the bizarre aspect for streaming. But you're getting on the server every day. You're doing, you know, interactions with, like, the same streamers every day, too. Uh, stuff's going to start repeating because it's just naturally what's going to happen. And uh, I, I just feel like if that happens too much, then I'm going to hit burnout. Then I get on the server. I'm not getting on the server for fun at that point. It's kind of like I have to get, like, my time in for PD or something. Uh, and, you know, it's like, what, what's the point for that when I can just take, like, a little bit of a break kind of distance myself from like rp and see what, what's happening and then when i come back it's like entering nopex all over again it's a whole <laughs> new experience it's like like all the, all these things happen in one week because the thing with rp is it's a very short term for how things can drastically change in rp uh you you spent a week off the server everything's and like different a whole year was actually spent off the server uh so just coming back from those breaks really good and looking forward to coming back to the server uh and you know just seeing what's been going on and interacting with people again just getting back into the flow of things but uh i don't know i guess uh i can do some like words of wisdom because uh, i didn't want to bring this up when we we're talking about like uh people like game mad over things and all that stuff but people really need to just reach out in either when they're on the server or OOC, just talk to each other. Mm -hmm. That's that's like just that's the most important thing. <laughs> Communication, man. It's, it's crazy how basic of a tip that is, but it goes so far. Because uh, there have been times in a server where I'll be interacting with people, and I'll be like, I don't know, I'm not picking up vibes that are really enjoying like this interaction or something. I'll shoot them a quick DM. And I'll be like, hey, 
I'm sorry if uh, anything happened in roleplay. I hope I didn't piss you off or anything. And then you guys can have like a chit chat about what happened. Most of the time, people respond, "Oh no, it's it's all good. I was I was a bit frustrated about something else, but you know, it's it's all good now." And uh, just kind of get like that understanding and like kind of clear things up does wonders for people's mental health. Mm -hmm. uh, and like even recently, like uh, there's like this thing that was happened at prison, and uh, I felt like vibes were off between <laughs> different groups of people. I just reached out to people, and I was just like, uh, hey, sorry if anything happened that may have upset you. I'm here to talk if anything. You know, I'm always open to communication. And just giving that outlet to let people know you can be talked to improves, like, relationships on the server so much. So, mm -hmm. uh, stop fucking yelling at your chat about shit and just talk to each other like True. adults. True, <laughs> yeah. No, you gotta farm the drama, dude. How am I? I gotta farm the drama. That's <laughs> the best part. I do love a good tea sipping, so oh. I'd have some drama for that. The way to do it, dude. I hope you know my good. Uh, my, my favorite drama is drama where I'm not involved, but I'm listening to everything. Yeah, that's that's the best. Oh, you know? I realize something. what happens. You're good. Mm -hmm. You're you're super good at that. You're super good at like being on the sidelines of drama. <laughs> Just listening. Listen to what's being said. I realized something on stream the other day. I I was doing something dumb and Carmine was around and I was like, oh my god, chat, I just realized something. Carmine is the fucking tank for in character and out of character aggro. So if anything is going wrong, if you are getting in trouble, just bring Carmine with you. And he will tank the aggro, and you will get a significantly less severe punishment. Is actually fucking true. Oh my god, you got a dedicated I tank. I feel like it's because it's expected of my character that no one takes it seriously, even if I do a big... Like, uh, those are 78's call a little salt because of me, because I literally robbed Ming Jing Tai of his, uh, his, his chain. <laughs> And he wanted, he wanted it back. I saw you yeah. yesterday running after him in the cells. Ming Jing Tai, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, he was he was not happy at all. So he called me a little soul, held me up, even told the cops. He said, "Hey, uh, he stole my he stole my shit. Nobody listened to what he had to say. They just chased him, and I think he got away." But yeah, I thought I was I thought I was fucked. But the the timing on that was immaculate. That was when Bass was fucking, you know, doing his thing, resigning. Yeah, so what's going on with, with, with Bass? I feel like uh as much of a meme as, as Bass as a chief can be sometimes, I think he's a really good chief of police and yeah. I, he obviously hasn't been around a ton lately, so maybe he's just not feeling it anymore, but I think it's just like a it's time for change thing. It's yeah, like he's been doing the same do thing for long enough, right? Yeah, I mean, it's the same as Alex, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the Bob Smith. You got to make the call. Still going to be chief. Like, people are still going to treat him as though he's chief. He's. Yeah, if chief. Alex came back tomorrow and he was like, this is dumb, let's change this. People, like, are, people would still call yeah. him chief. They'd still, they still do, right? Like, but he deleted his character, so. Did he? Fuck, down. what an asshole. He did. Yeah, I, he's I, gone. I, at some point, you have to, you have to let it go, right? You can't, you can't role play forever. Yep. Uh, actually, this is a little bit of a topic change, and uh, I know we're just talking about Bass. I, I, I don't want to spoil myself on anything that's going on there, and I just want to hope that like it's Same. like a right time kind of thing. So I'm uh, I'm forcing the conversation to move on. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, I have no data, so 
Yeah, I really don't know either. Um, FOMO. There's a lot of that when TwitchCon happened, uh, but I wanted to bring the topic up because I feel like, especially when it comes to viewers, uh, but I think even more so people who are on the server, there is a bunch of FOMO surrounding uh, NoPixel. And if you guys don't know what that is, it's fear of missing out. You There's this fear that if you stop watching or you stop for even just like a little bit, you're going to miss something. You're going to miss like what was going on or you're just, you're not going to have like all the information. I think as like cops or as people on the server, we get that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I wonder how you guys deal with it. Like, uh... um, I think I'm really good because I've started role playing like pretty young. Like I started playing D and D at like eight or nine or something. Right. Um, I think I'm really good at like I am role playing now and then I'm not role playing. And then if anything happens in between, I just don't, it's fine. Like, like time passes, things happen. So it's okay that things happen without me. I think sometimes I don't experience like, like fear of missing out, but I, I I experience like um, having missed out. And that's the thing that I suffer more from. So like drinking night, I didn't know that was a thing and I didn't get to do it because it was basically over by the time I learned about it. And I was like, oh, that really sucks. I like, I feel like a, like a deep sadness that I missed this, what could have been very fun event. And then maybe I get like a little bitter that like, nobody was like, Hey Hydra, like, don't forget that we're doing this thing, but that's not anybody's job. Right. That's not, I didn't know. I didn't even know until Bundy did the meeting. Yeah. That's not, I think most of us didn't know to be clear. I'm not putting any blame on anybody but myself. Or yeah. even really on myself, it's, I just missed a thing, and it's sad and it sucks. I would have liked to do it, but it's fine. I did other things with my time. I was spending time with my partners, and that's good. Um, so I think I, I lack a lot of the FOMO since I've been a little more like stapled onto the server. I think that it's okay to miss things, and I think that's like a more healthy outlook. Um, I think that when you are experiencing FOMO, uh, it's often like a gambling response to things. Like if I don't, I can't play if I don't win or I can't win if I don't play. And if I'm not putting money into the machine and pulling the thing, then I'll never win. And so people kind of get, I think it's like the the precursor to addiction perhaps. And so because I'm so sort of resistant to addiction in general, I think that it is easy for me to not experience that. So good in that I don't experience it, but bad in that maybe I don't try as hard to be on the server sometimes. And then I do miss things, and then I'm sad about it. So, what about you guys? Um, uh, me, I've, I don't, uh, I don't have the need to want to be involved. I just, for my, like as far as FOMO gets for me, I don't have to be involved so long as I know of it. You know, I, like a viewer POV. You know, oh, okay, uh, okay, that's me. So if something like big's happening on the server. I just want to watch it, you know. I don't have to. I don't have to have my character be involved. That's cool. Yeah. As long as you get to know about it and experience it, like second party. Yeah, I, I think you. it can include like watching as well, right? Like I think. Oh, that's true. I feel like a lot of viewers have fear of missing out when it comes to this kind of stuff. I had yeah. a I had a big fear of missing out when um, I was watching Moon when he first started. I was addicted. I was hard addicted to watching. I would watch every day. My girlfriends called it my shows. They'd be like, he's watching, or his, my stories, they'd be like, he's watching his stories, you know? 
because I would well, every day for six or eight hours would just be on my computer on my phone. I would it would just have it on, and so I wanted to know everything that was going to happen. I didn't know about like the Reddit, the clips, and everything. And um, at the time, sometimes Moon's vods are hard to watch. I don't remember why, but it's just I didn't want to watch vods. I wanted to see it live. I didn't want to go back and get it after the fact. And so I can totally see how people could get addicted to like watching and wanting to experience it firsthand, secondhand, firsthand, right? Yeah. What about you, Seal? Um, with regards to like fear of missing out on a server itself, I don't feel like I'm too worried about that, especially as like someone's not a content creator. Because mm-hmm. uh, I basically go on a server, I treat it as like uh, I'm going into it as like a new day, and I don't care what happened in previous uh, days. I can have like tension with somebody, and I'll I'll RP that tension, but it won't be like I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> uh, it'd just be like I'm gonna make sure that you have a you know, uh, unpleasant experience with like uh, something's gonna be like uh, moved out of shape, uh, or like it would be like a picture painting's kind of like tilted and that ruins your day. Like, oh man, that really <laughs> pissed me off. <laughs> like, that's the type of thing I want to do when I have like a nemesis with somebody. Uh, yeah, you but uh, I guess then the fear of missing out from like a viewer perspective is uh, something I get more, I would say, because uh. I, I like I I can go without watching like RP streams. It's no issue, but uh, I do like kind of getting like recaps of things that happen, just to like understand what's going on in the server on like an OOC level. Yeah. And uh, also, it's always just super cool to kind of see people enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. That's why if I ever interact with people, I actually go look look at their inter- interactions with me on stream just to see if they're laughing and stuff. And when they're laughing or like having a, a time in their life, I love it. It's it, it that's my dopamine for me. <laughs> That makes sense. That's good. I like that a lot. It's a really good answer. We've had this exact same conversation with someone else. I mean, I, f- I feel like we all do that, right? Like, watch what spec of our interactions with people. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was with Spec Cipher. Yeah. And uh, Hidaruma. We talked about that. I think um, as we're talking about this and I'm like, um, like inspecting it a little more, I think I realized uh, I bet people like um, Troms that this is their job. I bet you experience FOMO in a different way because the thing that you might be missing out on is growth and viewership and money. And so the idea of going away and taking a vacation and going on a trip could really impact your life in a negative way. And I think like kind of sadly, I've sort of, even though it's not what I want, I've kind of made peace with the fact that I might not like streaming might not be the thing that, that gets me where I want to be in life. And so recently I've been sort of like trying to figure out like what I want. And I think what I'm trying to focus on is just being really entertaining for the people that do come to my stream and like being a really like good, happy, fun place for them. And I've been putting a lot of energy into the podcast because I think I'm seeing that people enjoy it and I just want to make it the best thing that it can be in that category, right? If people are watching the podcast, I want them to really enjoy it. If people are coming to my stream to hang out and watch and subscribe, I want to make sure that they feel like, I'm working really hard to keep them entertained. So rather than go, I need more numbers, more growth, more ad revenue. I just want to make sure these guys are like laughing and having a good time. Right. I want to make sure they know they can come in and chat with me about our workouts or whatever this happening in the stream and know that like we're having a great time. And so that's kind of where I'm focusing. So I don't think I'm experiencing the FOMO that other people that are having growth are. Yeah. I think it's it's very difficult for a lot of viewers. 
I think is there's so many different people to watch, so many perspectives, so many different stories going on that as a viewer, especially if you follow a bunch of different people who you like, it's difficult to keep up with every story that's going on, right? That's why I think a lot RP viewers, in a sense, are you'll you'll see them in a lot of chats. You'll see them almost everywhere, right? I remember 2019 when the big boom happened. I was the same way. You know, I was watching. I I'd be watching Vader. I'd be watching Space Boy. You know, trying to keep up on the Young Dab stuff. You know, uh, Kyle when he was playing Slim, like just trying to get like all the points of view of something that was going on or something that was happening. It's tough mm -hmm. because it is, it's like a 24 hour, like, uh, well, not sitcom, but it's like it's a like an 24 entire TV hour station all yeah, in the a, same universe. It was right. Yeah. It's just constantly going on, constantly stories being made. And it's interesting that even though you can go watch the VODs 90% of the time, it doesn't feel the same, right? Like you want to know what's happening. And so you end up putting a lot of, you get really obsessed viewers sometimes that are you know, like really focused on like paying attention to everything going on. It's kind of exhausting. It sounds like. That's another one of the hard parts too, is like, there's always the VOD. So mm -hmm. you're not even like, maybe you want to catch up on something that's happened. So you're now you're missing the live content and it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've had a few people reach out about like fear of missing out and like fear of missing what's going on. I think it, um, it's hard, especially with this server. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a lot going on all the yeah, time. Yeah, now that there's so many POVs as well. It's crazy how many POVs there are. There's like 5,000 people streaming NoPixel at any given moment. That's crazy. 50,000 less POVs now. Or sorry, 50 less POVs now because the server size is down to 200. Yeah, oh. I haven't really noticed. You know, no big deal. I think it's uh, it's like a stability thing right now. Yeah, there's I think a, so too. We're, people of, were crashing a lot. Yeah, there's a bunch of stability problems. So uh, I'm sure they're going to sort it out and they'll eventually start boosting it back out. Mm -hmm. But obviously they're doing it for a reason. So you just need to give them time. Mm -hmm. I have a, I have a dumb subject that I was thinking about earlier today. Who would win in a fight? Lenny Hawk or one punch man? <laughs> uh, easy. Uh, <laughs> one punch man. What the fuck? This guy I mean, knows nothing. It's I literally mean, in this guy's name. He's a one punch man. Lenny Hawk is the he's yeah, sure. He may be the hero of the favelas, the uh the undisputed king. But no way he's being one punch man. No way, dude. I got my money no on Lenny, dude. See, here's why. One punch man, pretty cool guy. There's no shot this guy's punching Lenny Hawk. Lenny Hawk would lull this guy into a false sense of security, make him fall in love with him, start a family, adopt some kids, outlive him. One Punch Man's going to die doing some dumb heroic shit. Lenny Hawk is going to retire with honors. What's good, baby? Let's go. But then did he really win? I mean... I mean, if you fall oh, in love with somebody and have a great life and outlive them, didn't you win? Didn't both of you technically uh, live, uh, win then? If you live, you know... A great life for your family, have a children and all that. It sounds like they're both winners at the end, except the one that dies heroically. Okay. You think it's better <laughs> okay. to outlive your loved ones or die first? Like if it's like you I'd and like say, your like, life partner. This is selfish, but I'd say die, die first. Die first, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I'm talking about. I got my heart's too big, man. I can't handle that shit. I gotta die first. <laughs> Tom's gonna go hug Kim. <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs>
This is the the twist for the podcast. We're actually now gonna go into the discussion about death and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do Your like talking about man. I, like I, I've always said when we started the podcast that I want to use no pixel and and streaming and and role play as a as like a springboard. But I, I do want us to eventually get to the point where after we've done you know dozens of episodes and talked to a bunch of people to be able to talk about just like life and like normal things mm-hmm. and like obviously we're always gonna talk about role play and no pixel as long as it's around. But I think it's important to also like talk about our lives and not pigeonhole ourselves as like. Like, for one hour and 12 minutes, you talked about, like, your workout regime and what you guys eat, and I hate it. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, if you're only here to listen to the no-pixel stuff, like, this is probably not the podcast for you, right? We talk about other things. We talk about how we feel. We talk about what we do. We talk about, like, going on vacation and stuff, and I think that's normal, and, and we should it's be allowed to be human. Exactly, yeah. I'm not human. I'm a content machine. <laughs> you are a machine. That's for fucking sure. But I think you're a washing machine and step bro needs some help. Nice. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if we ended the show while Trump's was AFK? <laughs> Wait, let's fucking do it. Uh, any I'll last slowly disconnect. Any last comments or anything? Anything you want to talk about, Mr. Seal? Um, well, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Offer me the spot here and chatting with you guys. Uh, of course, man. It's uh, I've, w- I've watched a good amount of the shows now. Uh, it's it's super interesting to kind of get different perspectives on things from different people and kind of get like a better understanding of them. Because a couple of people you had in the show, uh, you know, I've become friends with them off of No Pixel, mm-hmm. so I've gotten to know them a bit better too. But then you have other people that I don't really know, and it just kind of helps like uh, understand these people that you're literally seeing every day. But you'd know literally nothing about them. Yeah. And I, uh, it, it's just kind of good to kind of get that reminder. They're human, too. So, you know, you're getting on the server and interacting with these people. At the end of the day, you're like, hey, I got to remember this person here is living their life, too. I'm not going to be a dick to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all here just have fun, play games. And, you know, some people are, you know, doing it for a job, too. But yeah. uh, ultimately, at the end of the day, just, we're, all, we're all looking for a good time. So... Always good to be reminded of that. Yeah, it does a great job of like humanizing people, right? Like you remember that that they have other things going on, and I think that these episodes do a really good job of showing people that, and I think that's really cool. It's a side of the streamer and the content creators we don't really get. You don't have to be as performative, especially with us being in an offline format, you know. And I don't mean performative as in you're not who you say you are, but when you're streaming and when you're content creating, you're up. You're like a more elevated version of yourself, mm. um, and you're because you kind of have to be to be noticed to be entertaining you have to be more than than what you are when you're just chilling and i think i like as a content creator struggle with that because i'm like very chill in general and so it can often seem like i'm not very up when i'm streaming i i have a really hard time with seeming and feeling disingenuous so sometimes like to combat that i will be even more like normalized and that can be not as entertaining as someone like nexera who's very good at like cranking it up and like let's go guys what's going on holy shit he's a great entertainer and he'll he'll out success me 10 times out of 10 because he's really good at that he's super high energy i don't know how he does it, man he's wild he's crazy he's got so much talent well i right. think uh, uh just well, really quickly yeah. add on to like the like putting energy into things i think uh to be really successful as a content creator 
uh, if you're able to just act like how you are normally all the time and still get like the viewership, uh, high viewership and all that, you've really made it as a content creator. Yeah. True. Uh, I think a person that does it well is like Moon Moon. You yeah. know, guy literally just he's chilling playing games and but yeah. he's entertaining while he's doing it. He's getting, you know, this large falling from it mm-hmm. and all that. And uh, you know, that's like probably the ultimate goal of every content creator is uh hopefully just tone yourself down enough to where you can be just yourself again yep. and still get those numbers of people coming in basically just like chilling with you. Yeah. And, uh, that's great. You know, definitely one of the biggest goals for content creators. So I don't envy you guys. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> something that uh, probably is very difficult to do. So I wish you all luck with that and Thanks, man. success with it. Heck yeah. Well, dude, if you ever do decide to start streaming, let us know because we'll, we'll all be there to support you because you're incredibly funny. Um, you're a super, you're a super witty guy. You have great timing. You're really excellent at reading the room. You really genuinely have all the hallmarks of an incredible role player. And that translates really well to streaming. Uh, I know you said you have a lot of anxiety around it, but I'm sure there are literally hundreds and thousands of people who would cheer you on, even if you didn't read chat while you were streaming and would, would support you. Um, just because you're, and I know Troms isn't here and we're going to end. It's kind of a meme that we're doing it, but he would tell you that he loves you, <clears throat> that he thinks you're amazing, that he gets excited every time he sees you in character, that you're always welcome to come hang out and play games out of character with us, that you're genuinely an awesome dude. And we're all lucky that you're you hang out with us. So thank you for coming on the show today. We really appreciate you. You're the man. Thank you to you too. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, man. All right, boys. Yes. Pixel episode 14. Thanks for coming.